This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. I noticed you uh, checking us out. Yeah. Stopping by, making sure that we're wearing our geek pants. Trust me, if that shirt is no indication, <laughs> we are proudly wearing our geek pants. And thank you once again for coming back to our campcast. This is number 48. That's correct. Coming down. We're yeah. coming down to 50. 50 is a big one. We're going to do a draw on the 49th episode to figure out which episode. We should, or what movie we should devote it to. And sadly, so far, we only have two people that have entered. Two people. So get those in. Let us know what you want us to talk At about. At least make it a third choice of yeah. some sort, right? Yeah, because the hat picking is going to be kind of boring. It's just two. Well, no, you make a whole bunch of fakers. Yeah. Make it a little okay. real. Because um, <laughs> so far, it's Blade Runner, and what was the other one? Yeah, it's the two Blade Runners or Nacho Libre. Oh, right. That's right. The two Blade Runners. And Nacho Libre. If anyone's going to pick a Blade Runner, though, I want the first one to be picked. <laughs> this rate, we might as well just do both Blade Runners and Nacho in between as an intermission. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Because <laughs> it actually has been quite a while since I watched Nacho Libre, but I did thoroughly enjoy it. I will say that whichever one doesn't win, we'll still do that one. It just won't be for number 50. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It'll be like 51. <laughs> If we don't have a better idea. 52. But, uh, but yeah, we'll so um, we'll so I don't know if this is any indication. What can we be talking about today? Uh, well, there's only a hint. Or three hints, I guess. Snicked. Snicked? Ah, nice. Snicked. Very nice. It's been a while since I've heard that. We're going to talk about the Wolverine Trilogy. I was actually calling it the Logan Trilogy. The Logan Trilogy? Just because I think it's better than the Wolverine Trilogy, because it's really just like, it's... Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. And it's The, the Wolverine. Wolverine. And then Which Logan. is always funny because we're making a joke about yeah. sequels and stuff. But it's like, okay, so it's <laughs> like the Admantium or whatever. But anyway, so then of course Logan to end up the one. But, but this... The, the funniest thing about Logan is that he goes by James Howard. So he finally gets a movie called Logan. He's not called by Logan. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's funny because like, I, I thought hilarious. that. I was like, that is not actually funny. really funny. Yeah. Um, but I guess at some point when you get all your memories and it really doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter anymore. So, I mean, it'd be like uh, like me where there's people that call me Chris Conkin or there's people that call me Chris Mercier, and mm -hmm. I don't correct them because, you know, why would I, right? People still call you Conkin? Oh, yeah. Yeah? The hardcore St. Pat guys. Years the ago. hardcore St. Pat guys that okay. I don't hang out with a lot. Yeah. Um, unless they've bought and stuff from the Power Center from me. Yeah. Because then they're, like, weirded out by it, and they're, like, like, the last one I was talking oh, to. Oh, did was, you get married and change your name? <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that would never happen. That would never happen. You should let that one play. Oh, I got married and I changed my name. <laughs> Take Just a look at the see, faces. I guarantee you they would think I was 100% less manly. <laughs> I'm not even that manly to begin with, so I don't want to lose It'd any be of those valuable points. It'd but, be a good uh, prank. Yeah, no, the last time it happened, uh, it was recently, it was a couple, about a month ago, and uh, the guy was like, yeah, because like, uh, I noticed your last name and I didn't really want to ask. And the only reason why the conversation came up was because... Uh, in high school, he went by Ron, Ronnie Frost, right? Okay. But then, in his emails, it was it's Barry Frost. So then I was playing the game like, was he always Barry? And it was just his middle name was Ron? And he was in, like, he didn't want to go by Barry type of thing? And that's exactly what it yeah. was. 
And then, but he, when I brought that up, he goes, yeah, well, you know, because you were hogging in high school. And I was like, oh, right, yes, well, and I explained the scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I don't correct people unless they ask, like, unless they're really just like, yeah, so that's kind of weird, eh? Yeah. Well, because if you knew me as Conkin, for me to actually go, hold on, now you got to call me Mercier. I just imposed a limitation on you, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that I'm the same person. Say, so, wait, what? Yeah, wait, what? And then they want to know the story. Yeah. And then when the story turns out to be like a boring, <laughs> like one of those, like, oh, oh, not exciting at all. In fact, that's kind of. I thought you were just wanted or something. Kind of lame or something. Alias. Yeah. Although, really, I just changed my name and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even wearing that. lips no. to try myself yeah. look a little bit taller. Wearing the same superhero shirts. Yeah. Like, it's not wow. even, it's the same. Like, I have two of these. <laughs> I, that I actually won, and I finally threw it out because it was just starting to do the crazy holes, and I was, like, yeah. wearing it as an around-the-house piece-of-shit shirt, but yeah. eventually I was like, this is too piece-of-shit for piece-of-shit, so I kind of <laughs> get a new shirt, so... Comes um, to that point where you got more piece-of-shit shirts than good shirts, and you're like, well, something's got to go. Well, yeah. Well, that, it's like, like, upgrading is hard for me, right? Because yeah. of my height, so... I got lucky with this guy. Uh, fingers crossed I'll get lucky with Nightwing. Mm-hmm. One of these days, hopefully, I'll get a replacement for that Winter Soldier shirt. If not, I mean, it'll die a good death. I can't <laughs> be that much. You know? Graduated to piece of shit shirt. <laughs> yeah. I'm really disappointed that because of Endgame, they didn't have just like one last kick in the can for that shirt. Yeah, why didn't they? I would have bought it in a heartbeat. Done a bunch of re-releases. Oh, maybe they'll still come. I don't think so. I mean, granted, the mo- he was only in that costume for like the ten minutes. Yeah. If that. Not even. Five minutes. It was five minutes from when he got into the jet, got out of the jet, was like, oh shit, Thor just killed Thanos. And that was it. And that was it. That was, that, yeah. was, that was the suit. Anyway, enough about that shit. Yeah. Let's talk about this shit. Let's talk about MCU. this shit. We're not here for MCU. We're here for X-Men. Before the MCU. Yeah. Although I find it funny that, like, Disney is like, hey, Fox, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Your Dark Phoenix movie bombed. Yeah. Horribly. Yeah. And Stuber bombed. Yeah. Horribly. Guys, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I don't know. Well, let's see. You didn't really promote it properly. You let critics shit all over it before it was released. Not even. Not even. They pushed it back with fucking pointless reshoots. Oh, yeah. So that's always a bad sign. Anytime anybody hears a movie got pushed back, they go, oh, what's wrong with this movie? Mm-hmm. It's got to be reshot, right? Never mind, like, reshooting is just a standard thing that every movie's done ever since the beginning of time, yep. right? It's just now that we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a reshoot. Something must have happened. What's wrong with it, right? Although I still maintain New Mutants is not coming out. <clears throat> Are you still as positive that it's coming out? It's going to get released. I don't think it's going to theaters, though. No, of course not. No, of course not. Of course not. It'll probably go on Hulu just because we don't have Hulu and then I can never watch it. Well, you won't be able to watch it through conventional means. Yeah. Illegally, you'll be able to watch it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I so mean, they, they promoted it terribly. And even the, the little bits of promotion that they did do was so off the mark. Oh, yeah. Totally off the mark. Yeah. Oh. And Stuber... Honestly, I'm surprised that bombed. I, I didn't think it was going to be like a blockbuster smash hit, but I thought it would actually make money because it looked hilarious. But like someone posted on Twitter, I, I've been having a lot of arguments on Twitter about this stuff with people. It's because I'm passionate about. That's probably shit. why I don't go on Twitter. 
I feel like you're just one of those guys that's just like, fuck you, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm right. No, it's not Arr. that. It's me just saying something simple and then and then getting destroyed by people and then going, fuck that, and the ogre comes out because I don't put up with that shit. Now I kind of want to read your Twitter. Yeah. But I do kind of, like, I do find it funny, though, because um, even, like, on the Geek Pants Facebook thing, mm-hmm. there was a guy that, because uh, I made a comment about John Wick killing Thanos. Or someone made a comment about John Wick Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy was just like, oh, come on, John Wick, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... That would never happen. I was like, well, if the undefeatable squirrel girl can beat him, then yeah. why not John Wick? And then yeah. it was like, well, okay, Chris. So, here's the thing. And he went through this thing, and I almost responded, because I was like, are you fucking for real? Like, I thought the squirrel girl thing, A, is funny. Yeah. And that's kind of what I, I was hoping for. Was I, never, I never realized he responded to you. I never saw the response. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta look now. <laughs> he, uh... <coughs> oh. Yeah, he definitely responded. It, it wasn't like, uh, like, I, oh, fuck <coughs> you, Chris, you're wrong type of thing, but it was just one of those, like, you're taking this way too seriously. You know what the funny thing is, too? I don't even think that guy actually follows us, so I don't know how he popped on there with that. But yeah, no, it was just meant to be a funny little picture. Even just the... Oh, I think I have it, actually. Because I think you made me, like, the webmaster. You are the webmaster. So that, like, I get all those, like, hey, to boost for more money. Where is it? Where is the picture? Timeline photos. Let's go with timeline photos. I'm feeling good about timeline photos. And... Okay. Ken just wasting time now. Ah, Ryan Edwards. Okay. Oh, wow. You found it way quicker. You must be the master. Oh, there it is. Now I find it. Well, because, like, I recognize the guy's face, right? So. Oh, is he from town? No, he's not, actually. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See? So it was just one of those, oh, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is good. This is good. Yeah. Laugh out loud. You know that won't happen. Laugh out loud. Yeah. And then you just go, if Squirrel Girl can beat Thanos, then why not John Wick? And I laughed. I know. I was like, that's I that's funny. Especially it's because perfect. that's canon. Like, that's official canon. That's canon. Also, like, fictional characters. Also, fictional characters. Even John Wick, though human, fictional character. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Right. He is a human, Thanos not, and guns and knives and pencils ain't gonna do crap. I am sorry, I am Wick fan, but I am also a big Marvel and DC fan, and I'm just speaking truth. The only way he winning is if he has help, but that's just my opinion. I respect your opinion if you do not think so, but I respectfully disagree. It was just one of those where I was like, this is way more wordy than it needed to be. From, from that massive... I appreciate that he's like, like, I respect your opinion, blah, blah, blah. But it came across like, I respect your opinion, even though it's horribly wrong. Yeah, no, it was definitely that. So It was definitely that. It was also a huge run-on sentence that was missing words. <laughs> yeah, I just spelled it correctly. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. Or Ryan, Ryan won't watch this episode anyway, so. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, even and if he, he does, does, good. <laughs> Periods, man. Just, if you're going to watch Ryan, subscribe. A that's comma, all I ask. A comma, maybe. <laughs> I... An exclamation point to something. drive that point home. Something. Wick is also capitalized because it's his last name. Also, what also. you do is you go like this. You do air quotes when you go, I respect your opinion. <laughs> just just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. And now everyone thinks we're a tool bag. No. No. They might think we're a little bitter. I thought Canadians were polite. <clears throat> really? Did you see Wolverine? Mm. Mm. That's true. Yeah. 
Also fictional. Speaking of which. <clears throat> Speaking of which. X-Men Origins. Oh, that actually works. Okay. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's going. But that's okay. It'll last just long enough. There it is. There it is. Right there. X-Men or you Origins. Can, you can jail it. Wolverine. Oh. Oh. The first in a proposed multitude of sequel, or no, prequels, origin stories, because Magneto yeah. was supposed to get Yeah, Magneto was supposed to get one. Also, who was the other one? Cyclops? No. No. Storm. Storm, that's Storm right. Was Storm was supposed to get one. But Magneto was next. Yeah, Magneto was supposed to be next. And then he kind of got one <clears throat> through first class. Yeah, so I mean, so, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Although the Storm one... I think I remember Storm, and it was supposed to be Halle Berry playing a young Aurora right up to the, the full one. Because I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, well, it gives her something to do when she's not trying to co-lead the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Where's my handy notes? <clears throat> I come prepared. Yeah, you do come prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'll say this. For me... It's largely the first half hour of the movie, and then a couple parts here and there that I liked of this movie. Uh, the rest is serviceable. It's not like it's garbage. It's yeah. just one of those where, uh, like, I, we, we've been talking a lot about uh, marketing and mo- how movies are marketed, and how, like, if you market a movie in a certain way, yeah. it also it will make people think that it's a certain type of movie, right? Like, Hellboy, they tried to play it off more like it was a comedy yeah. instead of playing up the horror aspects and even just kind of saying, like, this is a horror comedy. Also saying he's a hell of a superhero. Wrong. Just, just, why even call him a superhero? Yeah, exactly. Like, he's a paranormal investigator. He's not a superhero. Like, he's a good guy. He'll yeah. do the right thing, but he's not, like, fucking Lobster Johnson wearing a costume yeah. with a mask and going, hey, don't ever, don't tell anybody that I'm Hellboy because I'm Hellman. Yeah. Don't tell my dad, because he doesn't want me to be a superhero. <laughs> pew, pew! I don't know why he has lasers. <laughs> but, <clears throat> anyway. So, uh, so yeah. So, like, this was one where they marketed it like it was a... They marketed like it was a serious, straight-up origin flick with action. Mm-hmm. Instead of billing it like an 80s over-the-top action flick. They would have billed it like that, I think... It would, have, it would have done a lot better, for mm. one. Yeah. And two, they could have leaned into it a bit more instead of trying to make it, like, a really serious movie. Because there are times where it's just, like, laughable how over-the-top it is. And I know we're talking about mutants and things like that. But, um, well, they also needed a better budget. <laughs> yeah, That's the, the budget. That's the first big thing the, the budget, that I have it. to say. Like, I feel like they blew the budget in the first, like, ten-minute sequence where they established uh, that Victor and Wolver or Logan or James, sorry, <clears throat> are uh, half brothers. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Although I gotta say, like, I know that they never made it out to be like uh, Sabretooth's dad raped Logan's mom, but that guy was a hideous like beast man. Yeah. So it's you know, and I'm not saying like he, she should have been raped by him. But it's just weird that she was just like, yeah, by all means, come on in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, you smell like a horrible bear, but yeah. Oh, a horrible bear. Just have sex with me. Yeah. My husband will never know. 
Mm-hmm. They'll never find out. Never. <laughs> Ever. <clears throat> Until you have claws in you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But that sequence actually was awesome. Like I liked how they took some of the stuff from the Origins comic book. They touched on a lot of the storylines. So they got Weapon X in there, surprised. Origin. They got Wolverine number ten, Sabretooth, and then and Silver Fox at the cabin and all that. Yep. Uh, Team X. Oh yeah. Team X thing is in here. Yeah, like the whole. And, but it's shitty that it's the first half hour of the fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. The first half hour of the movie, you get all that good shit, then you get that out of the way, and then the only other thing for me was the whole process of lacing the adamantium. Mm-hmm. That part, because that's like straight out of like Marvel Comics Presents Weapon X yeah. by like, I think Barry Windsor Smith was doing that. That's correct. Man, right there. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, the only real change that they didn't do was the amount of brainwashing that he went through. So he yeah. didn't have that giant like video Tron helmet yeah. on there, which is a missed opportunity. I added really, to Apocalypse. Really wish that they had that, and yeah. when they had that to Apocalypse, I was like, "Fucking right!" It's like that is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, but they they kept him largely naked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know that's one of those like, yeah, it seems weird, but you're just like, well, yeah, what the fuck? The ladies that are out there are here for Hugh Jackman's and the dudes and the, and dudes. the dudes and the dudes. I guarantee you there's more dudes actually than ladies. Oh, probably. Yeah. I know there is at least one lady. She's sitting downstairs right now. Oh, my wife too. <laughs> really enjoys that scene. <clears throat> I don't know why. My wife doesn't drool over him, but the there's a couple of guys I can't. I wish I could remember the ones where she's just like. Phew. You guys have the whole celebrity deal where like if everyone, I think if, everyone, if you're a normal person, you have like that celebrity deal because mm-hmm. like realistically, uh, it's so crazy to think that that something like that would happen. Like not yeah. even just that you're talking to Scarlett yeah. Johansson, yeah. but just the fact that she's just like. Hey, so uh, I think it'd be cute. To, uh, would you want to have sex with me? I'm sure she words it like that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or no, she'll probably just be like straight to the point. She'll probably just be like, "Hey, so um, I noticed your penis is not inside me. Let's change that." It's just like because I think part of it, the women play this game too, where they go, "They wouldn't fucking be able to do anything." Because let's face it, like if Scarlett Johansson, yeah, even if she said it the nicest way possible, was like, "Hey, I really feel like we got out of connection, and I would like to take this further," I'd probably just be. Like, <laughs> you sure you want it with me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, can you give me a minute? Because I came in my pants already. I don't know why. I have no idea why. You know. So, so that's yours. Uh, that's... Well, Scarlett Johansson, I think, is on like everybody's list. Yeah, she's she's up there on everyone's. I think, like, I think if you don't have her on your list, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Problem is, my list is probably really long. Dwindling to like a top three is hard. Well, yeah, because like I was, I always think about this. Like the older I get, I realize like it's actually becoming a list of women that I wouldn't sleep with. Mm. You know what I mean? Ah, and even that's not yes. like it's this long list. I but think there's much only, shorter, probably. Yeah, but there's only like, and I mean like it's it's like I would never sleep with them, like ever. You know, yeah. like uh, Angelina Jolie. That's a shocker. I would never sleep with her. No. I have only ever found her attractive in her early days of her career. Like, like hackers and stuff. Hackers and uh, was it Gia? Uh, Gia, it, like, Gia, yeah. Everything yeah. right up before Girl Interrupted, because right up until that point, like she had a healthy figure to her. She looked normal. She didn't, you know. And then once it was like Girl Interrupted, and she started to explode, rail thin, looked like an alien all the way through, even until now. I'm being nice too. I'm being nice mm-hmm. when I say she looks like an alien. 
So she'll fit right in with the Eternals. If that movie gets made, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's already made. No, I know, I know. Uh, that one that'll come out, and uh, it'll be a blockbuster smash. It'll make a bajillion dollars. Everybody just, will just because. It. Everybody will say it's the most amazing movie of all. This time. looks awful, Marvel Studios. Oh. Yeah, oh, never mind. It's amazing. Ten out of ten, right now. Don't even need to watch it. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so like. Kate Beckinsale's mine. Not on your list? No, she she's top. Yeah, I was gonna say. Though, one of them is in this movie, Lynn Collins. Which one's Lynn Collins? Silver Fox. Yeah, I she would be on my list, but she wouldn't. I wouldn't I, be like. Have you seen John Carter? No, actually, I haven't. Watched John Carter. I haven't. That's one of those movies where I've waited because everyone that ever talks about John Carter is like, "It's probably shit the whole fucking world," and I'm like, I don't see how that's possible. John Carter was awesome. I don't see how that's possible, but anyway, okay, so okay. Um, Oh, that's funny. Taylor Kitsch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's nothing I didn't like about this movie. No? I like him. I think he did good in the role. He was just poorly cast. He should not have been cast as Gambit. Hmm. Hmm. Should we touch on Gambit now, then? Some, some no. Later? No, we'll, we'll make... We'll, we'll, make we'll follow your little... Because he comes in rather late, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, most of mine is just... We'll follow your little... Okay, but okay. Like okay. I said, uh, so the opening sequence yeah. with the, the origins... Mm-hmm. I actually really like that because, like, he was even wearing the red uh, house coat yeah. that they showed there, and I was like, Straight oh, the okay, book. all Straight. right. And I also like how, uh, wow, what they call him? Did they call him Dog? Or no, they called him Victor. He was called Victor. Yeah. And how Victor and James were actually kind of friends. You know what I mean? And, like, he was kind of like the uh, the older brother type of thing. Yeah. Which makes sense when you find out, well, you know, he banged his mom. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, his dad banged. James's mom. <clears throat> but uh, the coolest part in that whole thing was when he pops his claws for the first time. Like, that was fucking awesome. And all he was doing was trying to save his dad. Like, I was yeah. just like, this is crazy cool. But then, of course, you know, now Victor's just like, okay, well, you're just like me. We gotta get the fuck out of yeah. here. And I thought that was cool. And then it led into the one of the best sequences I've seen in a long time. That opening sequence is amazing. Doesn't matter how much you hate this movie, that opening sequence, how like it's it's showing them and then it's going they're through all like, the wars. They're in like the fucking Civil War. Yeah. Then they're in like World, World War, War One. One. Two, right? World War Two. Yeah, they're in both. You know, and then Vietnam. Yeah. Like I was just like, this is fucking crazy. Then they get caught in Vietnam. Yeah. Which was awesome. Which is so cool. And then we introduce uh, a strangely, weirdly looking striker. I don't know how he turns into Brian Cox later. He has a spinal problem and eats lots of pizza puffs. But also does reconstructive surgery on his head. He puts metal on people's bodies. He, he, he can do it. Yeah, okay. All right. I want a new head. Boom. That's that's New, he- new head granted. That's fair. All right. At least like in the new class area, or first class era, you see where that guy becomes, like, he can be in Striker in the first, in the Origins movie. Yes. At least there, you're like, that looks a lot closer. Yeah. So it's like, great casting for Striker. Like, I'm not knocking that. No, Danny Hughes. he's a great... Danny Hughes is a great actor. He's a great actor, great character actor, yeah. all the way through. Oh, absolutely. Um, and a really good one to follow up. The only other part that actually kind of bugs me is he doesn't look like he's that much younger than Striker. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a, yeah. a 20 year gap. Yeah. Or 30 year gap. It's I can't probably. Well, Cox has got to be. Well, what age would he have been back then, though? Yeah, they're probably They might even have close. been the same age. They're probably pretty close. <laughs> 10 years tops. <laughs> it, might be, yeah, it might not be that far of a difference in age. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, 
Um, although age is kind of funny, actually. I'll, I'll say this real quick, just because, like, uh, so the latest season of Flash mm-hmm. that just passed. Yeah. You didn't see it yet. I haven't right? seen it yet. So I got it. lots of catching <clears throat> up. I'm gonna spoil a little bit of you, okay. of it for you. Okay, and then. Yeah, they probably all watched it. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so like you're a geek and you they actually Flash? they actually introduce Flash's daughter from the future. Right. Okay. Yeah. And the actress playing her is older than everyone else on the set. Oh. Which I thought was hilarious, actually, because like like Gustin's, I think only like 31, 32. She's like thirty four. She's older than every single like of her parents and all yeah. the other like unless they're supposed to be older. So I got a kick out of that. So age is kind of funny, <clears throat> but uh, she's on my list actually. <laughs> that actress is on my list. Welcome to the list. Yeah, congratulations. It'll never happen. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about, ladies, on that list. Yep. Because, again, like I said, even if, like, you came back as a prime example. Hey, Chris, let's have sex. I'd be like, I would love to. I just can't because I'm so intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> I can't act like you're a real human yeah. being. I have to treat you like you're Kate fucking Beckinsale. So mm. it's never going to happen. Never, never going to happen. happen. Nope. Ever. Nope. <clears throat> Wanted to, but it won't. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, that opening sequence was yeah, the whole, fucking awesome. Whole task force, but then not it, task force, but it even just, leads just, into the airplane scene yeah. where you're introducing all the characters, and I'm loving it. Even though I did not like the fact that Wade Wilson didn't look like Deadpool, you know what I mean? Like they did the colors, the but colors. the casting of Ryan Reynolds was awesome. Like I was just like, this is yeah, great. this this is where it happened. Right this here. is so great. This is so great. And I was like, okay, well, this is an origin flick, so, I mean, we'll look different. And yeah. then we can lead into afterwards. And I was right. They changed his appearance for later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. I just didn't expect that shithole thing that they did there. That horrible, horrible shithole thing that they did yeah. to Deadpool. <clears throat> but anyway, but that whole sequence, and then even the elevator. The elevator is my favorite. The elevator is awesome. Favorite fucking, that like... That whole scene is so great. It's so great. And then that whole the fight sequence, too, where he's like... You know, cutting the blade in half, or the bullets in half and stuff, and he's doing all this like Deadpool inspired stuff. I was like, this is fucking awesome. It's so, so great. Everyone's doing their roles. It's all great. It looks great. It's awesome. And then that's it. <laughs> that's that's it for a while of where I'm like really like into this movie. Mm. After that, then I'm like I'm watching the movie, but I'm not like, yeah. I'm just kind of like, okay, now how do we get to point B or point C or whatever you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. Like so now it's when does he get his claws, right? That's how it was for me. What about you? The uh, whole opening sequence is amazing. Great to see our uh, hometown boy, Kevin Duran, as uh, Fred Dukes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Fred Dukes. Fred Dukes. The blob. Did you call me blob? <laughs> no, I said buck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, whole opening sequence. I, I, I really enjoy right after it, too, where it cuts ahead. He's living up in the northern wilderness now with his. No, girl. that's I like that. The I, only I really part, enjoy that whole aspect. the only part that bothers me about that is that that's cliche. That's so cliche. Yeah, but I mean, he he came from that area. Yeah, no. So to go back there. No, I just mean like it, because it, it leads into now she's killed, now he's brought back for one more mission. Yeah. Right, you know. Um, but, like, the thing, though, is that it is... So, it's Hugh Jackman, for one, who is the best thing in all of these movies. Oh, yeah. There's nobody better than him. Even in Logan, and, and I love Patrick Stewart. Like, I love Patrick Stewart. I grew up with Patrick Stewart. He's one of my favorite people. He's on my list. <laughs> He's on my <laughs> list of favorite dudes. You better hit that one quick. 
Man, I don't got a shot. Are you kidding? It'd be the same thing, though. You'd be like, Chris. You have a better shot with Ian McKellen. Even then. Even then, I'd be like, I can't. I can't do this. I can't. I can't I get can't, past can't. the fact that you're fucking Captain Picard and Professor X. Yeah. And you should have been, you know, Dr. Freeze or Mr. Freeze, but you weren't for some weird reason. Mm -hmm. Well, because Iron Sorcerer was around. Yeah. And you were Magneto and Gandalf. Like, yeah. like dude, I can't get past this. You can fuck me then. <laughs> you just do that. But anyway. Um, so the whole opening sequence. Um, before we go into that, though, is, is it leave or live? I've, I've always just said leave. I've always said leave. I don't. I don't think I've heard anything. Other I don't know than if it's, it's bees pronounced. I've or not. heard one or two people go leave. Yeah. But I immediately was like, I've never heard that. So it's no. not leave. It's not a French. Line. I've never heard him go. Yeah, totally. My name is Leave Scriber. Yeah. So I just, I say leave. I like, uh, that's Le what I Leave Scriber. Yeah. Leave Scriber is freaking amazing as Victor Freeze. He's so good. And his chemistry with Hugh Jackman is so fucking good. He's so good. To the point so where I'm, I, I was expecting him in all the movies going forward and I never got it. Yeah, no, I know. He, he's Which, so good. He's so good in the movie. Uh, especially, like, no, watching this movie and the way that the story plays out. To have Tyler Maine in the exact same role to do the exact same thing would not have been the same. No. Because there's no chemistry. Yeah. In fact, like, never mind that the X-Men movie didn't even hint that they had a relationship. Mm -hmm. Or, no, it was the slightest hint because he, he kept his uh, tag. Kept the dog tags. Kept his dog tag. It was the slightest like he hint. knew him. But it's one of those where, like, if you didn't read comic books, <clears throat> you... You might not have picked up on it, or you might not. You might have picked up on it, but you wouldn't have been like, "Oh, that's because uh, at one point it was rumored that he was his dad." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, visually, I love the way he looked. Like he looked. He reminded me of uh, oh, Age of Apocalypse, Sabretooth. Okay. Right, because he had his hair pulled back in the ponytail, right? But like. Front on, it just looked like the mutton chops and everything, yeah, and he just yeah. looked like a big beast dude like Wolverine, yeah. but he didn't look like a fucking bear. Yeah. You know, with weird eyebrows, <clears throat> you know. Like, Lee's not a big guy. No. He's smaller than Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Which in the comics have been obviously the opposite. It, it always is, yeah. But you know what? Six, like, six, six versus five, three. Performance-wise, like, I wasn't even looking at height and size and stuff, because he was nailing it as Victor. Oh, man, uh, the first time he got down on all fours to run and towards him, I was like, yep. Yeah. You'd never see Sabretooth do that in any of the comic books, but I'm like, moving forward, they definitely did. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Because that was awesome. Uh, the fight scene, even though the budget could have been better, was still great. Yeah. Uh, You're talking the opening one at, at the bar? Yes. Because that's the first time they really fight, That's right. right. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. We're jumping ahead here. But that's right. Not by a lot, but yeah. 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 Because he's introduced, he's going around, and he's killing all these these team yeah. members, team X. I keep wanting to say friggin' the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, no. 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 It's the X that throws me off. How? It's the X. Task Force X, Team X. Why don't you say, uh, why don't you say, like... Weapon X. Just Weapon X. Loop them all Weapon, Weapon X. X, right? The Weapon X team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's going around killing all the old Weapon X guys. Like yeah. uh, Dominic Mulligan. Will I Am. 
Will I Am. Will I Am was funny stunt casting. I gotta say. Yeah, that was, was, that was funny. Cause he like I rolled my eyes when they cast him, and then when I was like, Will I Am? What? I was like, Why? But then I was like, Okay, so he's not really doing anything. He's not really doing anything, and I mean, he was good enough for what it was. It wasn't a big role. No, he wasn't in it long. No, Uh, Dominic Monaghan was the one where I was surprised that they killed him that quickly. Yeah, that one really surprised me. He's a great actor. Yeah, and that was a really like his scenes were really cool. The way he was like moving everything. Oh yeah, lights and yeah, it was like you said, they're using the budget up real quick at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember when Real that uh, uncut copy was released, and it was just, you're like, well, when the movie comes out, it'll be a lot better. Yeah. And it came out, and you're like, no. I mean, it looks better. Yeah. It's a bit more polished. Not much. But we're still talking about polishing turds, mm-hmm. and it's still a turd. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, they kill him off, and then Sabretooth goes after Wolverine. Was going for Wolverine. He's gonna take out Silver Fox. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Straight out of the comic books now. Oh yeah, straight like Wolverine out. number ten, which straight I out. believe is the first time they ever met, was Wolverine ten. I believe so. I think I don't think they ever met in the X Men books before that issue. No, because uh, his first appearance was Iron Fist fourteen. Yeah, that was seventy. That was seventy seven. Seven. Same year as, as Incredible Hulk one eighty one. No, because Incredible Hulk 181, isn't it? Eight? No. Well, it's 70s. It's 70. 70 oh, maybe it's 74. I think it's 74. A few years That's back. right, because I remember our Marvel cards had it where it was like 83. And I that's how like, I remember that's my That's wrong. That's how I remember my first period. That's wrong, because cause I knew that it was 74 yeah. and not 83, so I was like, oh, that's a fucking error. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's how cool I am. <laughs> you got the fucking uh, date wrong. <laughs> Although it's uh, what was it, one eighty three for Hulk or one eighty four? One eighty one. One eighty one. Technically one eighty. Technically last page one eighty. The silhouette, silhouette, silhouette. Last panel. And then he's in like the first two pages or something of, of one eighty two. So they consider that as a whole. But one eighty one is the one that's worth. Yeah, because one eighty one is on the fucking cover with uh, Wendigo. Yeah. That's a great cover too. Amazing cover. Even though the costume isn't the exact same, mm-hmm. it's that whisker costume. Still looked awesome. I'll forever regret having to sell that issue. Yeah, no kid. Hurts. God. Hurts Too bad you had to be addicted to drugs. Mm. All that cocaine. Yes, all that cocaine. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad you're better now, though. Yeah, we're good now. Oh, yeah. Especially now. Hey! <laughs> yeah, this is the best time ever. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> I think it's, yeah, it's right about the time where, actually, no, that's not true. It's really, it's right after Wolverine becomes, like, Wolverine. Yeah. That's when the movie starts to downshift for me. Now, because the more I talk, because I'm, like, I'm still in it, because, like, he he kills Silver Fox. So now Wolverine's like, you're gonna die, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then Sabretooth beats the fuck out of him, horribly. So I I do like how that's the reason why he goes back and goes, okay, all right, that thing you wanted to do, let's do it. Pump me full of adamantium. I don't give a shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, but you might die. I don't give a fuck. I want to kill him. Mm. That's it. And then, like, man, when he busts out of that tank, though, and he's screaming. This is where where he packed on the muscle, right? Was this movie. This was the like, one. It was slowly throughout the trilogy, but it was this But one. this was the one where he intentionally changed the way his body looked. Yeah. Because he felt that it would be, like, this was more like what Wolverine would look like in real life. Yeah. That's what he said. He said, like, he referenced, uh... Robert De Niro and Kate Fear, 
he was just like, I just wanted to be like super cut and ripped and just look like primal. And I remember just being like, like we always talk about in the previous movies how Jackman got it right away. Yeah. You know, and, and Singer and the writers, they all got it. But like he really got into the character so much so that for him to actually do that, because he didn't have to do that. No. He could have looked just like he did in X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Especially he's a producer on this one now too, so he could have that call going, I'm not doing that. Yeah, he could actually sat there and said, I'm not going to devote half a year to eating, training, doing steroids, you know, and just training his fucking ass off to look like that, mm -hmm. you know, for the three scenes he had his shirt off, give or take? Give or take, yeah. Or was the whole last fight scene with his shirt off? No. Nope. No, that's right. That's right. He had no, his wife beat her. really mainly just the, uh, the animatium scene. Yeah. Where it just gets out of that tank. Apparently the tank was freezing cold. He wanted ice cold, like ice cubes. That part there is crazy. Yeah. That part. So crazy. when he does sit off, he's just like, oh, I fuck. Like, yeah, but still, that was... Like, I don't yeah. know who you are. You see that scene, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. he's just, like, ripped yeah. out. Like, bah. I was like, fuck, man. Because, like, I don't think I mentioned in the X-Men trilogy we were talking about, when they do the flashbacks to the Weapon X stuff, mm -hmm. I was like, man, this is so awesome. Like, they had the lines all drawn in, yeah. all the points of entry for all the, I was like, this is so crazy Like yeah. that, that they even did that. Because, again, they didn't have to do that, nope. right? But they did that. You know, because they, they knew they were going to lead into this, but the fact that they all tied it together really nicely was great. was great. And yeah, once he gets out, <clears throat> it's, you know what, this is where, I, I pinpointed where it starts to dovetail for me, though. It's right when he gets out of it, and he does the cross, like, X slash. Yeah. And then kicks the bottom out, and I remember just being like, why would he do that? Like, why would he do a stylized slash? It would be just a rapid, here's a hole, climb out of the hole, not a stylized X. Imagine if it was all slow and perfect, just like... Yeah, might as well. <laughs> perfect little square. You know? And then, yeah, like, shortly after that, I, I just remember being... That scene was all for trailers. That's what that scene was. Oh, yeah. So when you see this in the trailer, you're like, whoa, yeah. yeah. In the trailer, it looked really cool. Yeah. In the movie, it was one of those, like, mm, <laughs> wasn't really cool, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, like, when he's trying to track down, you know, Sabretooth, the stuff with the, the blob was funny. Like, it was, it was actually really funny. Yeah. Uh, the the sequence there was pretty cool in the boxing ring. I thought that, that was whole all sequence right. was good. I um, enjoyed all that. Uh, oh yeah, because we got Will I Am back. That's right, he was there for a little bit. But before we get to that, he goes to that little farmhouse with the old couple. Mm. Now this is where we get the worst CGI in the whole series. I also... He pops the claws <laughs> in that bathroom. That was so awful looking. Yeah, and also. Also, what bothers me, too, is, like, realistically, yeah. I don't care how cool these old people are. They were cool. You tear up my bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I find you naked in my in my, uh, my bar. Yeah. Okay. So I, I let you into my house. I give you clothes that miraculously fit you, even though... Well, his son was the same size. It happens all the time. Yeah. In movies. Okay. Um, okay. All right, fine. Whatever. Uh, 
So for whatever reason, he's like, yeah, okay, so this weird naked dude. Yeah, I'll bring you into my house. Mm-hmm. Hey, you fucked up my bathroom. And the, I don't even know how to explain how you fucked up my bathroom. Yeah. Like, you walk out like, I don't know what happened. Sorry about your sink that's cut in half. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it. Okay, fine. Anyway, you want to continue having dinner? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep. You know, that part I was just like, it was unrealistic. <laughs> really unrealistic. It's like, okay, for me, I'm a nice guy. I take you in. If you fucked up my, like, my bathroom, and then, like, literally all you said was, I'm sorry, but my bathroom, I'd be like, what kind of shit am I into now? Did he say he was going to pay for it? Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. But it's still just like, what kind of shit did I get into by letting you in my fucking house? Yeah. You know? The whole purpose of that whole scene was to show you the origin of his jacket and belt buckle in the trilogy. Yeah, I know. I know. It's one of those things that I talk about in, in movies where, like, they the prequels belt buckle stuff, makes its first appearance. Where I go, yeah, but, like, you didn't need to explain that. No. Like, for me, I look at Wolverine and I go, okay, so he's got this trademark leather jacket, which realistically you would never really have a trademark leather jacket. Like in the comic books, it's always just a brown jacket. Yeah. You assume it's leather, but it could be anything. It could be anything. Right? In the X-Men movies, they did the stylized stripes. Okay, fine. It's mm-hmm. still a leather jacket, a motorcycle jacket. That's yeah. fine. I didn't need to know that this was a hand-me-down from the old dude that took you in. Because that doesn't really mean anything. Like it doesn't make me go, "Aw, what mm-hmm. a sweetheart! He kept the jacket." Especially because, spoiler alert, by the end of the movie, he doesn't know where the fucking he doesn't have the jacket. He doesn't have the jacket. What the fuck happened to the jacket? Yeah, he forgot everything, so he found the same jacket by accident. <laughs> he got off the island. We don't know how he got off the island, but he managed to get back to the same area. Yeah, snip the jacket out. Yeah, and go. Oh, it smells like me. This I, must be. I wore this. At some point, I must have been wearing this jacket. Yeah. It smells like another dude, but that still it mostly smells like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You give me an origin of the jacket, and then you give me a reason to think, well, what the fuck happened to the jacket? Did you send it to yourself in the future? Explain it to me, Ken. Explain it. And the belt buckle? That one works because he was still wearing the belt buckle. He was still wearing the belt buckle. Belt buckle. But that's it. Yeah. It might not be the same jacket. It's not! Maybe he just bumped into a relative down the road and went, I like you. No, what it was was he saw the jacket and was like, I remember. I remember wearing a jacket that looked a lot like that. I would like this jacket, sir. Mm. Claws popped, by the way. So the guy, yeah. she's like, yeah, just take the jacket. Take the jacket. Take the jacket. Take Please the jacket. don't rob me. You fucked up my bathroom, too. What is going on here? <laughs> so... So yeah, we get that whole thing. We get him uh, killing Agent Zero. The helicopter fight. Oh my god. The helicopter fight. Oh my god. All, was it me or was like all the stuff with Agent Zero really shitty? I mean... And this was the guy that was supposed to be the stand-in for Maverick. Yeah. Which, sorry, you should have just been Maverick. Because mm. that would have been cool. Maverick yeah. was always cool. I remember like in the first run of the uh, Jim Lee Claremont X-Men run. Like, right after the first three issues, you got into the Omega Red arc. Yeah. And they brought oh, yeah. in Maverick, and I was like, who's this guy? And yeah. then you find out that he's part of Weapon X, you're like, this is starting to sound really cool. You know, and like, Omega Red is like, Russia's attempt at doing Weapon X, and mm-hmm. he's like, this is getting to be pretty fucking crazy. But, 
Instead, they made him Agent Zero. I think he was originally called Agent Zero, and then they might have retroactively called him Agent Zero for a bit in the comic books. Yeah. And I think they might have made him Asian, but I believe... I believe he was Russian in the comic books, but don't quote me on that. It's been a long time since I've looked into Maverick. Visually, he had a wicked costume. Though. Oh, yeah. He the fucking, green and yellow? Oh, my God. Armored up. Yeah. Like that weird that hat weird thing. That weird mask thing. Going that on. looked like... This is Jim Lee in his prime. Yeah. Just... Pouches everywhere. Pouches, shoulder pads, yeah. giant boots that you're like, I don't know how you move, but god damn you look cool. Yeah. But anyway, so, but that whole, everything, like he, like, flips the guns up and it's just like, this looks like shit, and then he locks him into place, mm -hmm. and they still look like shit, like everything and everything he did looked like shit, and I don't know why they didn't make it look a little bit nicer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's just a throwaway guy. Yeah, but fuck, man. Like, you're trying to make it seem like this is going to be a great movie. Like, a welcome addition to the ex-library. You throw no money to it. Even though I'm surprised they didn't throw more money to it. Like, it blew my mind. Like, when you watch this movie, you know they didn't have a big budget. I gotta look at the budget. I gotta look at the budget. Because, honestly, I was wondering, like, during that claw scene in the bathroom, where it was just like, oh my god, that's awful looking. <laughs> Even now, when I rewatched this last week, I was like, I wonder if that scene's going to be as bad as I remember. And then I saw I was just like... How did they make them look so good in the first three movies, and then this shot is so Well, that's awful. what I mean. Like, he's in, looking in the mirror. The mirror is fogged. Exactly. So he's fogged. Right. But the claws aren't. Well, they're, why they, would they're they? They're fake as fuck. Why would they? Looking like some kid in high school. But that's, I guess that's kind of my point, because this, this came out after X-Men 3, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2009. Yeah. So this was at the height of the popularity. This was the fourth popularity. Yeah. So... Why couldn't they get, like, a decent budget? It's not like it had to be $400 million budget. No. But. The budget was $150 million. I was literally about to say, like, why not give them $150 million? $150. So they had $150 million. So they had the budget. They must have threw it all towards cast or something. Because what was the budget on X-Men Last oh, Stand? Oh, Jesus. Because Last Stand, whether you like the movie or not, it looks great. That's true. So. Yeah, there's only maybe a handful. Okay, Last Dan had sixty million dollars more for its budget. I was gonna say it's probably about the two million, so, two hundred million mark. Yeah. But still, to do, I guess part of it too is that we can watch a movie like Deadpool and they had a budget of fifty million. You look what they did. And look what they did with fifty million dollars. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a lot when it comes to a movie. And I mean, like a good chunk was probably just Colossus alone. Yeah. But. That looked incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no part in that movie where I go, oh, God, that looks so shitty. That looks so fucking shitty. There's parts you know it's fake, you know it's CGI, but you're not like, Bleh. There's parts in this movie where I was like, this is ridiculous. The, the gambit scene. The gambit scene. <sighs> well, we can kind of jump the gambit now. Yeah, no, no. Because they did, can right, we, after, right, want after, right after Age of Zero, they did the boxing ring. Right after that, they went to gambit. Well, hold on. I kind of want to talk about the boxing thing because that was still a really fun fight scene. Okay, we can do boxing. Well, you can do Gambit. First. I think that's really it. That's, it's really a want, really fun you, you fight scene. You really want to touch on Gambit. Oh, God. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Kevin Durant, we love you. Don't worry. I do, anyways. I, I think know, it's I, great. I can't talk for Chris. I love, I love, I actually, like, geek out when I see him. Like, yeah. And I actually see him. Dude, so him, awesome. And I'm like, I haven't seen him in a while. He's been doing a lot of TV shows. Good for him. He did The Strain. That Guillermo del Toro Vampire show. Oh, did that for four seasons. How was that? Amazing. Oh, I gotta watch so that. Good. I gotta watch. And that. then he's in the Swamp Thing, which we can't watch in Canada. Mm. Mm. So, 
Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Kevin Durant was one of those where <clears throat> I was like, yeah, okay, this is really great. I kind of wish he wasn't the blob, though. Yeah. I kind of wish he wasn't the blob because, like, when he was just Fred Duke at the beginning. In the elevator, yeah. He looked badass. Punches the tank. Yeah, he looked fucking badass. Like, they didn't really do too much prosthetics for him. Mm -hmm. He looked great. He looked like, okay, holy fuck. Like, he could have been any other character. They could have made up a character for this, and that would have been fine. Yeah. Um, the stuff they did with the blob later looked great. It was just, it was just played for laughs, and I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Um, the fight scene was really fun. It was just one of those, like, it, okay. It's a pretty big fat shaming scene. Yeah, it's a, I don't think it's that, a huge fat shaming that scene. That scene would not get made today. Uh, it would, it would, but you'd have somebody know. going, hold on, Logan. You should never say that about somebody else. He's crying, Logan. Oh, I'm sorry, Fred. Yes. Hey, I'm and sorry. Then, and then a montage with happy music. Those words that I used, I should not have used those. You know what? Yeah. It's because deep down, I love that. <laughs> but anyway. You made uh, me a better person. That's right, that's right. But, uh, yeah, but other than that, once we get to, again, like, I, I don't hate Taylor Kitsch. I actually think he's a good actor. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I remember distinctly when he was cast as X or Gambit. I remember just being like, mm, no, 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 not that I'm, I think Channing Tatum should have been cast as Gambit either. You know, he was the flavor of the month. That's why he was cast. It's not even that he was the flavor of the month. I think he was just the biggest name attached to it. Follow Gambit movie on Twitter if you want to keep up with the Gambit movie. You're hilarious. It has its own Twitter account. Okay, that is hilarious. I thought you were being a dick. No, it has its own Twitter account. Game the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. But, like, the other part, too, is, like, visually. Visually, he looked the part. I'm not going to say he didn't. Yeah. Visually, he looked the part. But, I, I'm sorry, but he's got to be, like, he's got to have a French accent. That was the thing. He's got to have a French accent because, like, his whole thing was that he's a mutant raised. Montcherie. Yeah. Like he was raised in New Orleans, um, as like like part like he was the prince of the fucking assassin's guild or thieves guild. Yeah, you know, like he was the heir apparent, mm -hmm. and so he was raised as a thief, and that's how he met Aurora because she was stealing on the streets of Cairo, and then uh, he hooked up with Mister Sinister, and it was just like, oh fuck, I gotta get out of this. This is crazy. And he joins the X Men. Yeah, he had one of the coolest costumes ever. He smoked cigarettes. <laughs> like, he was awesome. He was a yeah. cool, like, him and Wolverine were like, you guys are fucking cool as shit. And he kept saying, like, mon chéri, and he was swearing yeah. French. Yeah. You know, and it was awesome. It was great. And then you have him, it's like, my name's Rami LeBeau. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Don't speak. <laughs> Don't ever speak. I can get you to the island. Shut the fuck up. I was so mad. I, I will say... That I enjoy him as Gambit, but the accent missing really bugged me. That bugged me, but the other part that bugged but me... But he looked it, and I, I thought he acted it fine. He just he, didn't have the accent. He did the best he could, considering the movie. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, the other part that also bugs me, too, is that's the only time you ever see him. It, it was just fan service. Just like the characters at the beginning, it's all just fan service. Make, yeah. Make all the X-Men fans happy. But that's one of those where, like, yeah, but I would have liked to see more of them. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the other part, the biggest part, the one thing is the whole fight scene with him and Wolverine is so god awfully bad. In the alleyway, ugh, ugh. We see a couple of cool parts with him charging up stuff, 
which is great. That you jump off the rooftop and coming down with the, that weirdo Mortal Kombat flip he was doing. Oh like yeah, slow mo flip. Mm-hmm. The car part was cool inside the casino. The car part was really cool. You threw him up. That part was really yeah. cool, except. They had it so that he could mentally control these things. And that's not his power. No, he's got to touch them. Charge them up, yeah. throw them, and they explode after a certain amount of time. And why does he do playing cards? Because it's easy. He can actually throw them really well, mm -hmm. and less time. So it's instant. It's yeah. boom, 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 right? But So, okay, they took some liberties with his powers, but that whole fight sequence was the most god-awful thing I'd ever seen in this whole movie up to this point, except for Agent Zero. Agent Zero's the winner. The winner for being the worst... CGI aspect, but the slow flip, him climbing up the ladder, and Wolverine is just slashing away. Yeah. Looked ridiculous. That scene doesn't make sense because it would just fall. Exactly. And he's cutting at it, and it's like it's dropping, but I was like, how does this ladder work? Exactly. And also... How does this ladder work? They've never, ever presented Wolverine as being stupid in this movie. They don't present him as a genius, but they also don't say he's dumb as fuck. Yeah. This whole sequence is him being dumb as fuck. Like, this is what he's doing instead of anything other than this, right? Like, sure, yeah. he, he actually ends up winning and makes Gambit take him to the island, but like the whole... It would have been better if he would have just, like, jumped up, clawed his way up the wall, and then fought on the rooftop. Yeah! Or, like, kicked him off, and then they fought in the alley. Like, there's so many other ways to do it. Or even, like, have him fight to a standstill. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, claw to the face, uh, bow staff to the neck, and it's just and it's charging, and he's just like, okay, are you going to be able to stab me before I blow your brains out? You know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Then I'd be like, okay. Maybe I'd be more forgiving of the <laughs> southern accent. But, anyway. Let's go to the island. Yeah, let's go to the island. Why are you still talking? Dub him over with a French person's My fucking name is voice. Me, but they call me Gambit. Why do they call you that? Don't ask questions. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I'm a thief. They call me that. Right. So Why would they call you Gambit? To, to, Does it have anything to do with your life as a thief when to, you were growing up? To or, the strip. To, yeah. I'm, I'm Gambit. <laughs> He's literally like, I'm just reading I, my lines. I don't. I don't. In weird Southern accent, I. Hey, Chris. Uh, I'm not supposed to sound front? No? Okay. Chris, why don't you lay off? It's a fucking movie. <laughs> go, go, to I, the, go to the island. <laughs> I got paid, and then I went and did John Carter, and yeah. I killed my career. Yeah. I killed my fucking career, okay? Never make a bomb for Disney, because your career dies. You know my favorite part about that, though? Is that, like, they blame, like, Disney blames everyone in that movie except themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even sure... Like I said, like anyone that I've seen that has actually watched the movie, they're like, I don't know what the people are fucking talking about. Like, it was a good movie. It was a great movie, you know? I think one of the things I would have done differently was I would have tweaked John Carpenter's look so that he wasn't like He-Man mm -hmm. on the moon. Yep. But other than that, you had Mark Strong, right? You had an excellent cast. It looked amazing. It's a great movie. But because it bombed, Disney was like, hey, it's everyone's fault but ours. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you put the fucking movie out. It was directed by the guy that does, one of the Pixar guys. It was the first live action movie he ever did. Well, they hung him out to dry big time. Yeah, like this guy made all these big hits for them. 
But that's the other but part now, too. But now, now everything is Fox's fault. See, because oh, Disney's never made a bomb ever. I love that ever they're in just the past. Like, guys. What the fuck? And it's just yeah. like you didn't have to release these movies. It's like Tomorrowland, A Wrinkle in Time, uh, The Nutcracker. Like you got a big, big fucking two hundred million dollar bomb a year. Oh, just so happens Fox is this year. We oh. could blame everything on that. Hold them. on. What about uh, like Lion King? That didn't do that well. No, it, well, it's making money. Aladdin. It's almost a billion already. What? Aladdin's over a billion. Wow. Yeah. Yes, it's the uh, Disney hypno uh, hypnosis that they got everyone Weird. under. Yes. It's like, Aladdin's over a billion? Wow. Okay. Wow. You know the biggest problem I have with Aladdin is the casting of Jafar. Oh, I know. The same same problem I have with Scar in Lion King. Who is Scar in Lion King? I can't even pronounce his name. But that... Uh, Chewitzel. Oh, I don't oh know really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But it doesn't have that sinister sound that Jeremy Irons has. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? And I mean, why wouldn't you just get Jeremy Irons again? Hmm? The whole cast was oh, black. because he's white. Yes. Okay. Yes. You can only be white in the movie if you're Timon or Pumbaa. Okay. Don't ask me. No, 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 you're right. Like I, I, I asked ask, you, and you're giving me the honest answer. There's a reason why James Earl Jones is the only original cast member to come back, because he was the only one that came back. I didn't even know he was the only one that came back. Yeah. I actually He's the only one that got back. And that's, that's I, weak. That's weak. I don't know. I would recast Jeremy Irons in a heartbeat. Yeah. Scar is so good. It's creepy. Oh, my God. And when you watch Lion King... I don't think of Matthew Broderick or Nathan Laner or any one of those other guys. Like, I always it, forget. Just, I always forget Matthew Broderick. Yeah, it's like Jeremy Irons, James Earl Jones. Yeah, they're so iconic. And the way that like Jeremy Irons plays it too, like the second you meet Scar, you're just like, oh, you're a horrible, you're a horrible, you're a slime ball. Like I feel gross, like just looking at you. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to this movie. We're almost uh, wrapping up. Yeah, I don't want to go on any uh, racist sounding tangents. No. It's not meant to be. No, no, no. It's, it's just, yeah. the, the, you look at it, and that's just it. It's, um, uh, okay, so then, when we do, we at? once oh, yeah. we get to the they island. They went to the island. Once we get, once we get to the island, <laughs> though, this is where it starts to bug mm. me from a story perspective, because. <clears throat> oh, yeah, before the island, before, they introduced young uh, Scott Summers. That didn't bother me. That was weird, though. It was weird. I was like, he doesn't need to be in here. It, it's weird because, yeah, that's right, they did his, like, his origin through, but they didn't touch upon his brother. No. Right? Um, and to be honest, see, that's one of those origins where, like, they could have done their movie with him and Alex Summers and even tie in uh, the third Summers brother, Vulcan, because I can't remember who his birth is. With Gabriel? I think it's Gabriel Summers, actually. That might be it. Anyway, uh, that might be it. but then you you can open up the Star Jammers, yeah, because his dad's Corsair, which is I, I I still I'm like anybody who thinks Scott Summers is a fucking tool bag, the guy was like, his dad's a space pirate, his two brothers also have like Omega level powers. In fact, I think Vulcan before he was killed, he may have been brought back, was considered to be the most powerful. Period, because. He could absorb the other two brothers' powers, but mm -hmm. they couldn't absorb his. Yeah. I think that's one of the big reasons. Plus, he was a big heavyweight in the cosmic, mm -hmm. uh, like, the Shi'ar Empire and stuff like that. He was, like, one of the, where they were like, fuck! The Summers are awesome. 
And they're like, Vulcan's here? Yeah. Let's pull out. Yeah. Let's leave. And let's hope he doesn't see us leaving because he's going to kill us. Like, that whole thing is incredible. But then you have that, and then it's just like, oh, by the way, he was also raised to be a soldier, a peacekeeping soldier, right, under Charles Xavier. Uh, and then occasionally hung out with Magneto. Mm -hmm. So he's got that. His brother, also, same thing, ends up going through the same program he goes through. He's like, this is pretty fucking cool shit. But you're right. Scott Summers is a loser. Let's push Wolverine. <laughs> Did you see the lineup for the new X-Men book? Oh. The the one that after House of X and Powers of X wraps, that Joe Benickman's kicking off. No. With, uh, Lenuel Francis using here. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. He's so good. It's crazy. It, I've never not liked his art, actually, now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah. He's so good. He gets, gets incredibly better. Cyclops, Jean Grey, Rachel, uh, Rachel Greer or Summers? She go by Greer or Summers? Uh, no, it's it's Summers. It's she's, Summers, right? Yeah. Rachel Summers? <clears throat> Rachel Summers, Cable. Whoa! Havoc. Whoa! All the Summers. I was going to say, this is a family affair. And then Logan. What about Hope? Hope is not in there, Ooh, from, she, from what I've seen so far. Is she dead? I think she might be. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really paid that. Yeah, I know, pay I attention know. Me neither. Me neither. I think, honestly, I think uh, Second Coming was the last time I read them. <clears throat> it was that Messiah Complex Second Coming run, where Hope was introduced. Yeah, no, uh, I, I checked out a large chunk of the cable run. Yeah. Because that was, that was Just because of it. That was yeah. crazy good. I wanted to read it, like I did, but I couldn't get it. Like, I don't like Ariel Olivetti's art. I don't like his art. On another level in this book, though. Yeah, Ooh. I can't get into it. I don't know. But I mean, it's, I, it's too digital looking or something. I don't know. Maybe it's just the colors that's used, but yeah, maybe. maybe. They look incredible. Maybe. Incredible. But yeah, that's really the last time I read it. <clears throat> also, House of X will blow your mind if you read it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I've uh, what was the Lawyer yeah. McTaggart spoiler? I read issue two with that, and I was just like. Holy fuck. Like, I'm actually at the point now going where I'm like, this is the biggest idea I've ever seen in the X-Men. Like, bigger than Morrison's stuff. Did you hear about the controversy about how it sounds a lot like a book that this other writer wrote, and he's like... I heard about that, but come on, man. Like, you're telling me one here's guy, how, one guy can't come up with the I same like, ideas Here's how else. I look at it. Like, I go, okay, but like, it is possible that two people came up with the same idea. Absolutely possible. Okay? And you know what? Like, oh, fuck, what was it, uh... Because, like, you and I, we come up with ideas all the time. We used to come up with, like, comic book stories all well, the time and stuff like that. Let's talk about the boys for a second. Uh, Star, what's her name? Starlight. Starlight. Starlight? Yeah. Exactly what the character Starlight created for Trident. To a T. Why would you rip Long off? Long hair. Why would you rip eyes, off Garth Ennis and Jack Roberts? Uses the same powers? Even long before he came up that, uh... Right? The boys was, what, 2006? I came up with mine in, what, 92? 92? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, people could come up with the same idea. I, I will say, though, that <laughs> Starlight's boobs in this is a lot better than the ones that you drew. Thank you. <laughs> I'd be worried if you preferred mine. All lopsided and weird looking. Yeah. Because hey, I those can't look like draw. Shoulders. I cannot draw women at all. <laughs> yeah. And real quick, real quick. Yeah. I'm glad you finally finished The Boys. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So great. Watch The Boys if you haven't seen it. That's a perfect five. Watch five. The Boys. We're going to be talking about TV shows coming up soon. And we're definitely going to start with Daredevil. For sure. Starting with Daredevil. Uh, actually, while I'm on the subject, because I want this on like, actual evidence here. How do you want to do it? One episode a season? Or do you want to do one big giant episode and cover all three seasons? Uh, episode a season? I think, about that? Mm, an episode a season? 
Well, how are you thinking of doing it? I was thinking of doing the Daredevil in one shot. Alright, fine, we'll do it. We'll do it your way, whatever. I mean, when you think about the season, it's basically just like an eight-hour movie. That is true. And we're not really going to break down everything. Like, remember that time that... No. Ben <laughs> it's going to be like the way we do reading our that paper. stuff. <laughs> All the stuff we normally do, it'll just yeah. be like, and this happened, and I loved this. I really hated this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Alright, so, yeah. Plus, there's only three seasons, and there'll never be any more ever again. Yeah, I love how they're teasing about how, like, just wait, because I heard through the grapevine that Daredevil is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie, yeah. and it's going to be played by Charlie Cox. Yeah. And I was like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Nope. Because they <laughs> literally just auctioned off all of the costumes. So? You can redo it. Hmm. I don't think they should, though. Like, mm. Daredevil's... You know what? Daredevil had a good ending. It, it had a good ending. The only thing that kind of left the hang was Bullseye. Like, if that would have been more definitive, his end then that could have easily been a wrap to the show, I think. I think it would have been a better wrap if he was wearing the Daredevil suit, though. Yes. Last shot of him in the Daredevil suit. Yeah. Even, like, a lightly... A little bit. A little bit, little bit uh, the brighter red. Just a tad. Just a tad brighter red, but keep the same motif where it's a lar- largely black and stuff, and, like, the armored stuff is more red. Just have him looking over the city. Just Hell's Kitchen, hanging from a cross, because mm-hmm. he does that. Mm-hmm. Then I would have been like, okay... This is what I'm secretly hoping for for the next Spider-Man. Ready for this? Because at the end of the last one, yep. Peter Parker gets arrested and refuses to fight because he doesn't want them to think he's Spider-Man. Right. Right? Who's his lawyer? You could go that route, or you could go, well, he's in, he meets Vince in the opera as Kingpin. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Now imagine that. That would be really cool, but then you have to get Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. Mm. You have to. If you if you show just one of them, then you know the other's out there. No, I know, but then you have to have Charlie Cox as Daredevil back. Mm. That's it. Yeah. But <sighs> Disney's probably like, eh, he's too dark and tortured. Yeah. Even though that's kind of the point of the character. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway. He doesn't, um, he doesn't joke enough. So... Uh, okay, so... I think we're trying not to get to this part here. I think We're at the island. All this shit's happening. We're, we're um, trying uh, not to, but here, I gotta say this, though. Okay, so we mentioned the Cyclops stuff. Cyclops stuff didn't have to be there. Didn't have to be there. You could have just shown the kid with ruby quartz blockers, and I'd go, hey, that's Cyclops. What I didn't like was that we also met, uh... Emma? Yes, we met her, and she had her diamond skin. Mm-hmm. Which really bothered me, especially because you don't see her at all in the remaining movies, right? But they don't actually call her Emma. Okay, what's... So we're, I'm, I'm pretending it's just another blonde girl with diamond skin. Alright, fine. Because I'll, literally, I'll take it. first class right after this, we have Emma. I'll take it, especially so, because, like... Nah. Especially because then, if you look at the timeline, so this is what, like... 80-something? Let's say 80? Yeah. Mid, early 80s. Early 80s. That's her early 80s. Yeah, and then 20 years prior is first class, because it's in the 60s. Right. So, another one of her powers is getting younger. She's got the Benjamin Button syndrome. Yeah, that, that would explain why she's not in any other movies yeah. after that. She died. Yeah. As an infant. It was her, her <laughs> mutation, her yeah. evolution. Yeah. So, unlike Grant Morrison, where she evolved into also having diamond skin, which yeah. is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. This is reverse, where she loses the diamond skin. Or no, she still has that. Yeah. She's a powerful telepath, yeah. but not that powerful. She largely sucks. 
everyone's like, oh, January Jones, she's she's a uh, white uh, queen. This is gonna be great. And then I watched it. and I was like, what the? F did... I mean, I understand its direction, but yeah. what the fuck? What? If you didn't want to do the movie, don't do the movie. Say I don't want to do. Like the if movie. your agent goes, no, you gotta do this yeah. movie. It's gonna be huge for you, and you really don't want to do the movie. Don't do the movie. It was a good paycheck, I guess. Because she was good in The Last Man on Earth. I actually really liked her. She Last was. Man on she Earth. was good in that. I was yeah. like, wow, where were you in this movie? And then I real, I thought to myself, it's probably because she just, they did it just so she could do it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that part I didn't like. Uh, and then, I really don't want to do this because I feel like everyone's done this, but we get to what they call Deadpool. Yeah. They call him Deadpool. Yeah, that's, that's really it. And then, and then they did. fight. They fight. There, there's some good moments. The whole I like. Oh, not with Deadpool. That was the worst okay. moment of the movie. I the only part I did like was like when uh, what was it? Uh, I I like yeah. Wolverine goes. Oh, you finally Striker did finally shut you up. That was it. That was funny. That was one of those just like, was like uh, ha, 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 but then it was like yeah, but what the fuck? Yeah. Like if the opening sequence was any indication, I would have thought. They knew exactly what they were doing with Deadpool. They really knew what they were doing. And then you get like, yeah, what he was. Oh, that's right, because you find out because all the mutants that he killed, that Sabretooth was killing, was just so that he could they could take their powers and put it into mm -hmm. Deadpool, so that he's got giant swords instead of claws, healing, teleportation, optic blasts. Probably something else that I'm missing, but whatever. <clears throat> I mean... The fight scene with Wolverine and Sabretooth. The Sabretooth-Wolverine part was awesome. It, that was awesome. It was really cool. I also liked the part with Kayla. Silver Fox. Mm -hmm. I, like, I, I, I like, like the part like where that. she's like, walk until you're... Yeah. Yeah. That I thought was really cool. Then you cool. get two after credit scenes in the movie because of that. But, I have to say, like... And I know why they did this, but I hate the adamantium bullet to the skull, and that's what makes them forget everything. Yeah. But I understand why they did that because, like in the comic books, they they had it so that because he was brainwashed so many times that his healing factor was just like couldn't keep up with it. Okay, fuck it. Let's just heal everything. Yeah. And that's why he couldn't remember all these things that were happening because his brain was just like this scarred over it. And I always thought that actually makes a lot of sense, but you can't really use that because then you'd have to have the brainwashing sequence you know what i mean and then yeah like striker says his mind will heal or his brain will heal but his mind won't right like so it's an easy sort of like yeah. okay all right but you're like yeah, it doesn't really make much sense if you really think about it because like adamantium on adamantium i've only ever seen it just kind of do this it's never like the bullet would actually knock his brain senseless or whatever regardless i guess it would dent the skull maybe maybe but then, how does the how does he not have a dent for the rest of his life? That's why he's got the fluffy hair covering his dents. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'll go, go. That's fine. I'll Will actually you, accept that. Will you accept that? I'll accept that yeah. as as an actual answer. I'll okay. go. Okay, all right. That's why he's got the fucking weird hair. Yeah. Because he is self conscious about the dents that he can't explain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All he's, right. He's got an ugly head and he doesn't know why. But again, the whole striker thing. Well, cool. Also leads into how did he ended up stopping it? Mm -hmm. You know, like does it just wear off eventually? Like they never really quantify her powers enough. You know what I mean? <clears throat> the way I saw is she died, and maybe it, 
But again, for how long? Did he literally walk for 20 minutes? She died, and then he's just like, huh, she's... This is like he was walking that long. Huh. Yeah. My feet aren't even sore. I'm not even sure what the... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I heart 90s. Double team. <laughs> I remember thinking that was a great movie when we first watched it. Yeah. I remember thinking it was great. It's so bad. Yeah. Knockoffs is better than look that at, one. Look at it. It's a VHS Knockoff cover. is... That's funny. Yeah. Knockoffs is better than this movie, and Knockoffs is terrible. Knockoff. I thought this was better than Knockoff. Knockoff is my least favorite Van Damme theatrical film. Oh, which one is my least favorite? Probably Double Team, I guess. Not that I mean, like, not that I'm saying, like, Knockoff blows it out of water. I just, I think I like Knockoff more because I like Rob Schneider. And Dennis Rodman did nothing for me in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Like, that was super stunt casting, and it wasn't even like he was, like, surprisingly good. He was just Dennis Rodman, and you were like, okay. I love Van Damme. Van Damme's great. That was my guy growing up. Van Damme's, he was, he was one of my that guys, my too, guy. actually, yeah. There's my new neighbor with his motorcycle. He just starts it up for no reason and lets it run for 10 You gotta make sure that it works, bro. Yeah. Yeah, gotta make sure that it works. Don't drive it around the block or anything. Yeah, he's probably sitting out there with no shirt on, too, with his... his Feathered skull tattoo on his chest. Hey man, we all do weird things to get ladies, okay? Yeah, well, he's got one, so he should stop it immediately. <laughs> How else are the neighbors gonna know that he's a fucking badass? Yeah. Okay, like yeah. come on, man. Was oh, that what I was supposed to be thinking? You know what I randomly do? I'm thinking douchebag. For some reason. You know what I randomly yeah. do? That's how I let my neighbors know stuff about me. Okay. I will uh, routinely clean up dog shit in my yard so that my yard doesn't smell like shit or look nice. like a dog shits in there all the time. Yeah. You know what that tells my neighbors? Huh. I care about my yard. Ah. Oh, he drove away. He drove away. Oh, but he left his dogs howling outside. Well, so there's that. They're saying goodbye. Oh, we love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Come back with bacon. <laughs> Okay, Island, uh, yeah, Deadpool, and uh, St. Peter's by Back to Back against Deadpool. That was kind of cool. It was really cool. That was cool. It was actually really cool. I, I mean, I love the Sable too. Like, their chemistry was so great that even though it's not good, that scene, them just being together in it. Yeah, like, it was. it's the same thing that it, it'll be the similar theme through all these movies is that, like, like, Hugh Jackman is the best thing in all of these movies. Yeah. Okay. Granted, they do get better as they go. Yeah. It's the flip. You know, it's yeah. You know, it's a flip in the original trilogy, right? Yeah, those those that got kind of well, because like well, the first kinda, was here, and then it went second up, was here, and then, and then it dropped, and then third, yeah, is like pretty bad. Whereas this but is this like, one's like really like just it starts where the third was, and then it just yeah, whoosh. and then it's just like okay, because like it's not like the second one was like amazing. It just has the distinction of being better than this thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, although. There's not as much as I don't like in the second one as I do in this one. I will say, though, that... Uh, oh, also, the Patrick Stewart part at the end of this? That made me mad. Here's the CGI again. Like He looks so bad in that, yet in The Last Stand, they did that part where they were younger, meeting Gene, and they look so great. I don't know where the budget went with this movie. I, I did have, you throw it all into marketing? Like what I cannot. You do? I honestly can't tell you either. Because, again, like, this isn't, like, where Hugh Jackman is, at, like, at the height of his uh, bargaining powers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I actually don't feel like he was ever at a point where he was, he was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to command the top, right? But I also feel like he's the kind of guy where it's just like, 
We have this amount of money. Okay, so I'll I'll take this. I'll take a portion of the whatevers. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't feel like he's just like, oh, you're gonna pay me fifty million dollars, and then we're gonna make the movie with the hundred remaining. Whatever. Yeah. But again, like I I I am with you. Where where did this budget go? I don't know. Because even in scenes where it shouldn't even have looked bad, it's still somehow like well, like the bathroom scene is a prime example. That that was just. It's a little thing to like, fog the blade in the mirror. It's a little thing, and they yeah. thought, nah, nobody will notice. Yeah, no one knows. They literally look like they're glowing off his hands. They're you not know. on his hands. They're yeah. not connected. Or, uh... Like, at least fix He's it. gonna drag his claws on the concrete, and then it's gonna spark the gasoline. Yeah. And then it's gonna have the most famous-looking explosion ever. Yeah. Um, never mind that you get that close-up scene of Agent Zero, where... You know he's not in the cockpit. Yeah. You know it. But if you didn't show me that scene, I'd go, well, good thing he was in the helicopter, right? Every single thing that we mentioned with Agent Zero, horribly fake. Horribly fake. I can't get over. Like, it's almost like you can still see the contraptions <laughs> that's holding the gun in place while he's like, ah, yeah. got the guns again. You know, like... Oh, the after uh, credit scene? Now, I hate Deadpool in this movie, what they did to him. But I still <laughs> say the after credit scene could have led into a real Deadpool. Oh, yeah, it definitely Because it shows could've. his head. It shows his head. It shows the hand crawling. But he could have ripped the thing off his mouth and went, what the fuck? Yeah. It does. <laughs> He's all scarred from the explosion. But they the part that also really bothers me about that, too, and this is one of those, like, in retrospects, because at the time I was like, okay. All right, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But it bothers me now, like, in retrospect, because then you're just like... It's almost like they knew what the fuck they were doing with this character, and then we're like, oh, no, no, it's cool, guys. Don't worry. We'll get a different movie, and then you'll you'll be so pumped about this. Yeah. You'll be like, this is the Deadpool movie you wanted to see. Mm -hmm. You know? So then it's just like, well, why wouldn't you just do that in the first place? Yeah. You know? Like, you could have still had the garbage-looking Deadpool... But have him speak, mm -hmm. you know, and just have him be fucking crazy because of all the shit that he's had to do to become this guy, right? Because yeah. that's kind of the whole point of the character anyway, was he went through so much fucking shit through Weapon X and uh, just being a killer that his mind snapped, right? Like, yeah. that's kind of part yeah, of his origin. Yeah, that's basically it. So it's just like, you could, uh, you could have done that. That's why I say, like, Deadpool... And even though visually, I would have been like, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. Okay, great, you gave him red track pants... Woo! You nailed that look! Mm -hmm. You know? But you could have had him talking. Yeah. But yeah, the whole... It was funny at first, but I, like I said, I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You guys knew what you were doing. You knew how badly you were fucking this character up. And then you thought that this would be the apology and then lead into a Deadpool movie that probably would have never happened if uh, whoever accidentally leaked that cartoon trailer. <laughs> No. He wouldn't do that. Why would he do that? That didn't pay off at all. What? That's crazy. <sighs> I Like I, I've said, I don't hate any of the X-Men movies. I find fun in all of them. This <clears> has <throat> a lot of fun in it. But it is probably going to be my least favorite. We'll run through them at the very end. Our last episode. Yeah. Yeah, we will. But, but I have to. I think that's like the bottom of the list for me. The best thing to come out of this movie. Or X Men Three. Best thing to come out of that movie is this. <laughs> yes. The yes. video game, which is insanely hard. It's. 
I, it's not that hard. It's insanely hard. I beat it on hard. I got, part, a, I got fuck, a platinum trophy on it. What fucking... It was the helicopter part that fucked me up. Oh, no. The final, fi- the final battle against Deadpool on hard is nearly impossible. I rage quit so many I was going to say, because I, I... The helicopter sequence, that whole level, that actually made me rage quit that game. Yeah. Because I remember when we were playing it hard... And then I got to that level, and between the two of us, we couldn't beat it. And then I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Never playing it again. See, I beat the thing on easy. Yeah. Got got the, the whole oh, yeah, and I was playing on And then I went through on hard. Right. Yeah, okay. So, like, I knew how to play it. Yeah. Hit up the hard. Man, some of those stealth sequences, though, when you're fucking gutting guys, like, that was some cool shit. This is the best Wolverine game ever made. <clears throat> it is one of the best superhero games ever made. Yeah. Yeah, even though I rage quit and I didn't get a chance to yeah. beat it, I was, I was in. I was like, holy crap. Honestly, before Insomniac Spider-Man, that was my favorite Marvel game. It's it's that damn good. I'm not even kidding. I'm going to have to replay it just because... Yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. That's right, you had regeneration. I remember loving it. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. The more you get hit, the more your freaking anime Yeah, that was through. awesome. The, uh, the stealth stuff. Yeah. I was like... It was actually... It was all really, really... Shit. Just leaping from across the room. Ah, yeah, that's, that's all he did. Berserker rage. That was another thing that they. Oh played. yeah. Like they didn't, they didn't weaken him at all. They just threw harder guys at you. Hard mode. All he did was leap. Just. Ah, ouch, ouch. Yeah. Fuck. Wendigo fight was hard. That was hard. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything awesome. else to say about this? I, I'm done with X Men Origins Wolverine. Okay. So to recap, Wolverine, Sabretooth. That's great. Yeah. The opening sequence, like the first 30 to 40 minutes is perfect, actually. There's really nothing yeah, wrong. Actually, Aside the, from CGI the, bullshit. The first 40 minutes, I was just like, you know what? If they would have kept going with this, it would have been a perfect Wolverine movie. Because it feels like the comic book. Exactly. It, it feels like the comic book, but it also comic. feels like a Wolverine movie. Yeah. Whereas after that, it feels more like an X-Men movie. Yeah, you know, because then they start doing all the cameos. And yeah, stuff. yeah, you exactly. You don't need all that in the in a Wolverine origin no, film. No, no. So okay. So, so that's so that's, that's that. that. That's that. Moving on. Moving on to the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah. So, actually, you know what? I'm gonna let you start this off. David Mack did that cover art. Of course he did. Freaking amazing. I know that is actually fucking amazing. Yeah. I haven't seen David Mack art in such a long time. Oh, he's such a weird. Yeah, he's crazy though. He is nuts. Like I gotta say, like as far as artists go, mm-hmm. like I'm not saying like he's a crazy person in real life. I just mean like when he starts like putting life on a canvas, he's nuts. I watched it in front of me at New York Comic Con. That's gotta be incredible. He he did a Kabuki uh, portrait for me. Fuck off! But I tell you, man, he took a piece of eight by ten paper like this, dipped into black ink, put it on the page. It just looked like a blob of ink, and like this blob of ink. Blob of ink. And then before I knew it, there was a fucking face. And I have no idea where it came from. That's my mind was blown. My mind is blown just hearing you describe that. And now I'm like, I kind of want to see you. sweetest, nicest dude. I talked to him for like 40 minutes. He's Holy wearing, shit. He's wearing a Nine Inch Nails hat, so Adrian loved him. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome dude. But yeah, he did that cover. And it was pretty amazing. It is fucking amazing. That's, that should be a t-shirt. I'd wear that. I would wear that in a heartbeat. And I'm not only really pro- big only on Only problem with this is it would probably be a white shirt and I don't really like that. I would make an exception. If I were you, I'd make an exception. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I probably honest, would. I would make an honest, exception. I think you'd look good in white. Yeah? I, if I had a white shirt, I would have wore it to commemorate a white shirt 
uh, Wolverine wears. Period. <laughs> Problem with white is um, I had this thing called back knee. Yeah. Back knee likes to pop up and explode whenever it feels like it. Oh, okay. So it's and then white yeah. shirt is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Why you'll probably only see one or two white shirts in my whole fucking. I got gotcha. you. Well, that makes sense. That yeah. makes perfect sense. If I was yeah. in your boat, I'd be the same way. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. all right. So the Wolverine. Oh. Now the Wolverine picks up immediately after X Men Three Last Stand, which it's kind of like um, an epilogue. Yeah. Last Stand. I actually really enjoy, this is another one where like the first half hour of this movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. He's fucking. Is a long-haired, boozing bum. Yeah, but before that, we're in World War Two, right? Yeah, the, well, there's or, that sequence. That's right. Where that's he, how it starts. Yeah, they they do that. that he, he saves that. Uh, what's his name in the movie? Yoshida. He saves Yoshida. Yeah. Young, Yoshida, young Yoshida. That's right. That, that's, awesome. that whole scene was amazing. That was. I forgot the about bomb that. going right. off. Like that looked so good. He's all like he's just fucking. And he's just like, oh god, it looked so horrible. Yeah. And the dude is like. What the fuck are you? Yeah. In Japanese, of course. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that that whole sequence is awesome, and I really like that. I thought that was really cool. And yeah, you're right. And then it leads into. And then we go. Yeah. We got like PTSD Wolverine because he's because we forget that he's the one who killed Jean Grey, so he's wrestling with that. He sees her all the time. All the time. He's like I said, he's long hair. He's uh, we don't know how many years with I think uh, Yukio. Yeah. Says it's been five or six years we've been looking for you. That's or something right. Like that. Five or six so years. So it's been a good half decade since last time. That's right. And he hasn't killed anyone since. Nope. He's he hasn't killed anyone since. Um, I love that he's fucking, fucking around with poachers, though. I thought that sequence was awesome. Yeah. Well, um, Bear was his buddy. He's walking with it. <laughs> the grizzly. Yeah. That whole scene was awesome. The whole, that whole, like I said, yeah. like. The 30, 40 minutes is great. Like, it's golden. So it really sets a really good and dark adult tone to this, mm-hmm. which, uh, coming off of Wolverine or, or X-Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. I did not anticipate that. I actually thought we were going to get, and especially because the trailers made it seem like it was going to be more of that whole 80s action yeah. that we got in the first movie. So I, was, I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to see this. I was kind of like, I don't know, man, because you got me the bo- you got me before, you well, know. James uh, Mangold is a very serious director, so when I saw he was attached, yeah, and I was unfamiliar with his work. I kind of felt like, okay, this might actually be pretty good. Yeah, but then again, the studio could just be like, oh no, James, you did sign a contract, and mm-hmm. we want you to do whatever the fuck we want, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, no, like I said, the first forty minutes, like. Fuck man, like even just the way it's shot, like it's shot dark. It's raining. It's it looks bleak. Yeah. You feel for him because he he killed the second woman. He's only ever, the only other woman he's ever loved. He killed her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So he's wrestling with that. Yep. Seeing her, hearing her, dreaming about her. I'm like man, fuck. And he can't even kill himself. And you know he wants to. You know he doesn't want to be. Alive. I'm so happy to see Famke Jensen come back for that too. I, that really surprised me. I was like, oh, oh my god. Because they don't tell you that. No. They don't tell you they that They didn't show it in the trailer or anything. No. You had no idea. And then and she's there and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Throughout the whole movie, yeah, too. Yeah, fucking right. So good. Yeah, um, that whole beginning with poachers and everything. And, and then uh, Yukio finds him. 
Yeah. Uh, Yukio, I, I like the actress that played Yukio. Um, what she's been in since? Her name is Rai, uh, Rila Fukushima. Oh, that's right, because the, the most recent Yukio is the one that's in The Voice. That's right. Mm, yes. That's right. Yes. But she was good. I actually really liked her, uh, and I liked how this mined a lot of the late 80s John Byrne Wolverine stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> where he was Patch Wolverine. Yeah. Not to be confused with Wolverine, this guy had a patch. Mm-hmm. And he was Patch. And he was called Patch. He was just Patch. He had a black suit. Yeah. Nylon covering his mask. Didn't cover up his hair, though. Like, his face was nylon. Yeah. But his trademark hair... Still visible. Still visible. Even with the patch. The yeah. eye patch was yeah. over the hair. But people were like, that's not Logan's son. Yeah. No, his name's Patch. He literally just told me his he, name's he, Patch. He's Patch. He's just another five-foot-two man with the five same... Five-foot-three. Like, well, it depends what card you're going with. Really? Yeah. I yeah. have a few trading cards that say 5'2". Oh, okay. Yeah. I always go 5'3", because it's generally okay. the most accepted. 5'3". Okay. 5'3". the same hair. Pounds. The same hair. Same hair. Totally a different guy. He's got a patch. Claws. Yeah. Claws. <laughs> Did I mention they both smelled like wet dog? Yeah. But the ladies love them. Ladies love them. Ladies him. love them. Yeah. Covered head to toe in hair, by yeah. the way, as well, too. Likes to be naked a lot, too. But totally yeah. different guys. But anyway, totally. at least they didn't go that route with this one. Mm -hmm. But they did have him wearing that black suit. Yep. So he looked pretty slick there once he got his hair cut and all done up. Uh, this one I kind of thought was interesting because it was like uh, the reluctant hero. Yeah, this is really mining uh, Chris Claremont and Frank Miller's run. That's the one I was talking about. I said Jumper, but it's... You said Jumper. Yeah. Yeah, it Jumper is... worked on... Yeah, he worked on some of the patch stuff. No, but it is... But this is the four-issue miniseries before that's, the Envoy. That's the one I was referencing because I remember With that Yishida cover. Because that's the cover where he's got the claws Shingen, out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Shinjin, that's right. Yeah. Silver Samurai. All of that's, yeah. you're right, from Claremont and Frank Miller. Uh, Mariko. Mariko. It's Mariko in the movie. Oh, that's right. It is Mariko. Because my whole life I've called her Mariko. That's right, because you just read it and go, yeah, it's Mariko. That's right, but Mariko. They say Mariko. That's right. So they pronounce it. Because that's what fucks me up, too, because yeah. I always go, oh. I was Mariko. like, i got to really remember how to say that for the cat yeah. cat. <laughs> it's not Mariko. Um, the introduction of Viper I thought was really cool. She was really cool in this. Really cool in this. And she looked great. Yeah. Like, she didn't have green hair, but she had a lot of cool ideas. One of the more comic booky elements in this movie, yeah. but it actually worked really well. Not like Silver Samurai, which they went really super comic booky there, which I didn't like. And also, I felt that it didn't suit the tone up until that point. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself just because yeah, I want to yeah. get one of the things well, I don't like out of the way. Because for the most part, this is actually a really good movie. It is. They actually, they figured out a way to depower him. Without uh, without being like too bogged down in comic book stuff, it was like you're kind of trying to figure it out. Like, oh, how is he so weak? And then as he finds out, we find out. So I thought that was kind of neat, uh, and it made sense. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. Because of course, part of me is going like, well, how does he end up in Days of Future Past with his powers intact? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. But at least this one was like, okay, all right. So. I even like the storyline where the dude's just like, hey, so you just give me your adamantium? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh. I want to, I want to, I want to get young. I, uh. I will give you. Yeah. The death you've always wanted. That's right. That's right. If you give me the life I deserve. That's right. It was a great line. And I was just like, ooh, 
this is really cool. Interesting trade. This is a very interesting trade. And then yeah. you're just like, why wouldn't he do it? Yeah. <laughs> you won't die right away. You'll get to live a normal life. Yeah. Marry a woman. Have That's children. Right. But then you'll die. But then you'll die like an old man. I will live forever. Yeah. And it's exactly what I wanted because, man, dying is scary. Mm-hmm. I shit myself today. I couldn't even help it. <laughs> this is all in the uh, deleted scenes, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The extended cut. Super extended cut. You'll never find it. Yeah. But we found Very it. Very hard to find. We found it because we're cool like yeah. that. Only re- released in uh, North Korea. Don't tell them where it's oh. released. They'll hunt it down. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? This has an extended cut. Of course it does. Watch the theatrical version. Extended cut's just too over the top. So. I watched the theatrical version. I've watched them both. Uh, I didn't watch the over the top, <laughs> ultra ultra cool one. I will just say quickly that uh, the over the top one literally has uh, Logan driving some kind of chopping machine and chopping up ninjas down the street. Oh, gross! Yeah, that's more of a Punisher move. Yeah, like I'm not saying that Wolverine is one to shy away from killing. He's actually one of the few characters where I'm just like. He, it's okay if he does it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be, like, I mean, in X2 when he was gutting the soldiers, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And he wouldn't think twice about it. But at the same time, this is also the guy that's going to wrestle with these decisions. Like, yeah. he looks back at it later and going, yeah, I killed all his guys. Yeah. That whole scene was stupid in the extended cut. Whereas, the, the, where the theatrical one, you get a nice, like, it's honor. Hold on. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But it's a good scene. That's so good. It is a good scene. That's so good. Because, <laughs> like, from a visual standpoint, from a story standpoint, this is better, but there are parts where I'm just like, ugh, like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, there's a lot of that cliched stuff where... I don't get any of that feeling until the very end. I enjoy this movie right no, to the last... hold on. Right I, the last 20 minutes or so. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Actually, the more I think about it... Because it, it, it's... Awesome. Like, the Japanese stuff is awesome. The Japanese stuff was really the cool. The bullet train the fight. The bullet train scene was the awesome. bullet train fight is so, so good. good. So good. Yeah, because then that leads right into him losing his powers. Yeah. Or because becoming weakened. And then weakened. you're like, holy fuck. Like, he's, he's getting not healing. Winged. He's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, he's literally just like, oh shit, I'm still uh-huh. bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get this bullet out. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. And they did it in a great way, too. Like, it wasn't like... They weren't heavy-handed with it, but mm-hmm. they were just enough where you're like, okay, see, now he could die. Yeah. Right? And then... Uh, it's fighting Yakuza while protecting Mariko. That was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You know what? It's, it's, sometimes I gotta, like, just talk about it. Yeah. Because then I can go, actually, no. It's fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember getting to the... Even this time around, getting to that last 20 minutes. And, like, the second I saw Mecha... Mecha Silver Samurai, I was like, oh, fuck. I know, right? Cause that, God the, damn it. Remember at the funeral, they had that Silver Samurai suit standing there? If they would have just had uh, Shingen throw on that suit. Yes. And that was your samurai. Exactly. That would have been mind-blowing. That would have been awesome. That would have been Okay, so because like in, in no iteration ever yeah. is Silver Samurai a fucking mech suit. Yeah. It's the same problem I had with the uh, Shredder in the... Yeah, the new Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the new Ninja Turtles. Which is a giant can opener. Like a seven foot tall. He's like, I'm the shredder. Shink, he's got all these. Because he's got to be like eight feet tall because the turtles are like seven feet tall, which is another thing I don't like about that. And then, yeah, like these like rocket powered blades coming off of him and everything. And I'm just like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Especially because when you see the actor who plays Oroku Saki, he looks like he's like 6'2, 6'3. Yeah. 
Like, and a proud ninja master. Why the fuck would he throw, throw a shredder suit on that mech guy? Suit? Fuck, man. Fucking can open. Like, then you watch the 88 classic. What, 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 the 88 what? classic. Yeah. And this dude, this dude in just a weird helmet and spikes and a fucking bow stab with a blade on it kicks the fuck out of all of them. Yeah. And you believe it. Mm. At no point in time are you like, this is totally fake. You're like, this is fucking real. Anyway. I can't wait till we do these movies. Yeah. Turtles, I can't wait. I really can't wait because I'm a huge Turtle fan. There's a lot of shit out there. Turtle Trilogy? Oh, no. Or all four? No. There's like six to do. You want to do all of them? You literally want to do the new ones? You want to do new ones? Oh, yeah. You want to do I have ones? a feeling people love it when I rant out. <laughs> okay, original Trilogy and, and TMNT. And then... And then... The the ones that I like TMNT because it feels like a continuation. I love it feels like a continuation from the trilogy. And TMNT is one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, like, it's awesome. I put, it's like Turtles One, uh-huh. TMNT. Like yeah. those are the two, and then uh, like Turtles in Time gets a lot of fucking flack for it. I have to rewatch it, but I remember really liking it. When's the last time you watched it? Because <laughs> I watched it a couple of years ago. No, it's funny because I, I actually... It's better as a child. <laughs> I, watched, I watched this thing uh, where somebody broke... Like on YouTube, they broke down the appearance of the turtles. Yeah. And and like as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. They, they go from like being distinct and cool to being a little less distinct, but still not looking too bad to being like they're all the same. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's just a little uh, bit of Joe Pesci. That's just a guy in a turtle suit right there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, I you know might as well just do the first, just the four good ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, although, to be fair, you know I think Tur- t- the new turtles, the sequel is way better than the first, but it's still not good. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's better. It's not. it's better. They made Raph a little bit smaller. I fucking hate both those movies so much. <laughs> I fucking hate them so much. Oh my god, and I, the worst part was I watched both movies going like, like, okay, I saw the trailers, I didn't go in there blind, and immediately I was like, I hate the way they look. Yeah. I hate that they're a million feet tall. I hate that they fucking, they can't just have different colored masks. Yeah. Now, like, Raph's gotta have fucking sunglasses yeah. up top. And a bandana that covers his whole yeah, head. Yeah, bandana. Yeah. Sunglasses. They don't ever move. He never wears them. Don't. They don't ever move. Don't tell us the nerds that wears goggles the whole movie. Goggles and glasses. Goggles and glasses. Yeah, and then uh, like Mike Michael just got all the 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 chains. What's his face? Raphael had like a soup can on one of his arms, yeah. and I remember just being like, "Okay, I guess because he lived in the sewer, so they." Really likes camp. Leonardo's got like suit. a weird like cerebral assassin mesh thing. Yeah. And he spits water out. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> So the one to play the game. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when he's fighting through that fucking ni- the ninja village. It's amazing. Like to get back to the Wolverine. So, okay, so we're skipping ahead to the ninja village. Mm. I was just saying to get us back into the movie. Okay, that's okay. a good that's a good scene. We'll get back to the ninja village. Yeah, uh, the the sequence where I I will say this though, like I was about to say, like it's a little heavy handed or uh, cliched, but. I have to admit, like, when I was watching Wounded Wolverine get taken care of by Mariko, which is great because now it's the the flip, right? Because he's there to protect her, and he almost dies doing it. And then she's, like, 
you gotta fucking rest, buddy. So mm. she starts taking care of him, and so now you get, like, the third person he's ever fallen in love with. Yeah. But it's conflict for him, because he's dealing with his feelings, unre- like, his unrequited feelings for Jean Grey, plus the fact that he killed her, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, on some level, Wolverine is dealing with the fact that everybody that's ever come close to him has been hurt or killed. So that's another big issue that I was surprised they touched upon in this movie, or in any movie, really. They didn't have to go that route, but they did. And he's just... Because, like, that, it's one of those where, like, when you think about it, like, Wolverine is an incredibly tortured character. And that's probably why there's so much appeal to him, because this is a guy that if he suddenly started killing people, anybody that would look at his history go, I get it. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. He just fucking snapped. But this is a guy that has had, like, shit after shit. Like, we talked about it with Spider-Man and with Daredevil keeps getting shit on. Yeah. His life isn't great all the time. In fact, it's like pockets of greatness surrounded by fucking years of shit and he still gets up and goes, I'm just, he's still doing the right thing. Yeah. In his way. It's maybe not be gonna, like Spider-Man or Captain America or whatever, but he's still gonna do the right thing. He's still gonna fight the good fight. That's incredibly empowering and also awesome. Like, it's very endearing. You yeah. You find yourself rooting for him because you know that even like He's, like, practically bleeding out, and he's still just like, I'm going to fucking continue fighting to save the people I care about. Mm -hmm. So it's great. It's beautiful, actually. Uh, Before I forget, Mangold, what else did he do before this? To give me a frame of reference. Uh, He did Walk the Line, um, 310 to Yuma. Walk the Line. That's that Johnny Cash biopic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was great. Uh, 310 to Yuma was awesome. 310 to Yuma was amazing. Oh, Uh, so good. I want to say he did a movie with Hugh Jackman before this. I don't know. Kane Leopold? Did he direct that? That might actually be him. If that is, that'd be hilarious. That might actually... I just threw it out because I thought it'd be the most, like, out of the list you gave me, that's the one that just sticks out. It it might be There's no fucking way he did that movie. And then you're like, oh, yeah, he did it. Okay, yeah. I gotta see now. Yeah, because didn't Hugh Jackman, like, request Mangold do this movie? Yep, he did. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure they, they worked together in the past on something. He directed Kane Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Yep. I just threw it out to yep. be, like, a little bit of a troll. And you know what's really but funny? I fucking nailed it. You know what's really funny? Is he, you mentioned this in the episode, too. Before that, he directed Girl Interrupted. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. He did Identity, that John Cusack thriller movie. Where they're all I liked sell. that movie. That did movie that? got shit on, but I yeah. really liked that movie. They Walk the Line, 310 to Yuma, Night and Day, the Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz film. That one was one of those ones where, like, if it came out anytime before or after his fucking very public freakout, yeah. it would have done a lot better. I agree. Because that was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. It and was you know what fun. the best part was? Is they marketed it like that. They yeah. went, hey, it's Tom Cruise, it's Cameron Diaz, it's an over-the-top movie, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You should go ahead and watch it. And then, like, I watched it. I, I watched it. I was like, okay. I enjoyed it. Right. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So then he did uh, Wolverine and Logan right after. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Kate Leopold. Kate Leopold. This is actually not a bad romantic comedy. As far as romantic comedies go, it's not a bad one. His first movie is Copland. <sighs> That's an amazing film. That's an amazing film. Mwah. Yeah. I, you know what? That movie yeah. is one of those ones where, like, I don't own. Yeah. But anytime it's on, I'll watch it. Like, even if it's, like, the last half hour... And then I'm like, I should probably own that movie. And I wish I owned it. Like John Travolta, Pulp Fiction, that revived his career. Copland was Stallone's revival. <clears throat> yeah, fuck. Mm-hmm. 
That was so great. I love it. And they also, like, when they were talking about they made a point of saying, like, well, you, you know, like, I, I gained a lot of weight for the movie. And they're like, hey, gained weight for the movie? And then I was like, you, like, you watch it, and you're like, well, it makes sense for the character. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And if he didn't gain that weight, if he was, like, st- st- Stallone, he would have been like, uh, yeah. You would have thought it was a different kind of movie. Yeah. And then because you didn't get that movie, you'd be yeah. disappointed. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so good for him. Good for him. Good for you, Sylvester Stallone. Yes. 20 years ago, gaining weight for that movie. Hey, but 20 years ago now. Approximately. Hot time flies. <laughs> hey, we're getting older, yeah. and it's great because we get to see people die. Boop, oh. boop. Well, I like that. You got through oh. a little, little, yeah, a little, little something because in there. this is dark. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's dark. Uh, okay. What else so, we got? So, Bull Train, from Bull Train, we go to the, the original village from the first movie. Yes. It's all grown back again. Yes. Uh, Martha's taking care of him there. Yep. You get like, uh, it's probably a good 10 to 15 minutes of like, just a romance drama type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Him exactly. trying to get over Gene while falling in love with Martha. That's right. And all, now I, I don't even know if he's really trying to get over Gene. Yeah. It's just happening. It's happening. It's just one of those where because of her, mm-hmm. he's getting over her. Yeah. And it's, and, but he's letting it happen. He's not fighting it. That, no. That's the difference. Yeah. Is he's not fighting, which I think is, it's great. Um, and this is actually, uh, this is also uh, at a point where now, like, and I think it's because of the director he's with, is that you're seeing more of Hugh Jackman acting in this movie. He's really one note for the most, almost the entirety of X-Men Origins. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like, it's literally just... Yeah, a little touch here and there of... Yeah, like, you, you know. get the, the cutesy sweetness when he's with uh, Silver Fox. Yeah. And then... You know, the sadness, you know, of her of her passing. Yeah. And then that's it. But it's just a lot of rage and... and yeah, which, I mean, it well, makes with, sense. With, with some light comedic moments. Yeah. Because that's kind of his trademark, right? And that's right. Logan. <laughs> but what I like, too, is uh, while it's a character all the way through, like, even in Wolverine comic books, it's like that deadpan sort of sarcastic, like, quick wit. Yeah. But it never devolves into Marvel bro humor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where now it's like cracking jokes left and right, and then occasionally going, oh yeah, I'm serious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which I really hope, I really hope they don't do the, they don't marvelize too much of the X-Men universe. And Fantastic Four too, I hope they don't marvelize it too much. You know? Yeah. Like I hope that they, they look at, like some of the stuff like, uh, well what worked with Captain America and Iron Man? Because they're, both characters are actually different from the comic books. Like, Captain is closer, but he's still a little different. Yeah. But at least they're marvelized or MCU marvelized, but not to the point where you're like, I don't even recognize these characters. Like, Thor's the one that I'm referencing where you're just like, what? Because now in the comic books, I guarantee you, he's going to be bro Thor. Oh, he's already on his way there. So it's like, <clears throat> and I mean, okay, if you like bro Thor, fine. Good that was the you. point of the ultimate line. It was to give you that different version of the classic. Yeah. I want the fucking classic still. Like, that's what pisses me off with all of this. Well, I mean, again, like... Like like what uh, fucking Jonathan Hickman said. Yeah. They need to stop copying Marvel Studios <laughs> yeah. and everything and just yeah. do the Marvel comics exactly. that, that have been so popular for 60 years. Oh, nothing I'll say about that 15-minute sequence, too is it actually is the perfect bridge in between, like, a lot of action 
Yeah. And story building. And yeah. then it's just like, take a breath. And they let it hang. Like, 15 minutes is yeah. actually a long time yeah. in an action movie. And not once does it feel like it's dragging. Yeah, you're just like, huh, oh, okay. And then when it starts to ramp up, you're okay with that. Yeah. You know? There's only a, like, there's only a bunch of movies where uh, I, I actually enjoy the lack of release for tension. Like, Brightburn was one. Where even at the end of that movie, there's no release for that tension. Because you're like, shit, he won. Crawl was the same way. He uh, had a feeling. I went and watched Crawl. Oh, man. <clears throat> I had but a feeling. It's Brightburn all over again. It's I had a feeling. Right to the end. But that's the only thing that I would say, like, like... Yeah. When the bad guys win, there's none of that release where you're just like, oh, okay, at yeah. least, yeah, at yeah. least they didn't win. Oh, you're like, oh fuck, and now that you know there's a sequel, you're just like, I can't untense. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I have to be like, I've permanently like this for two or three years now. Maybe four. Maybe four. Depending on how long. Five. Fuck. I don't know. James Gunn's busy for a while. What's well, not even James Gunn? He just produced it. Remember. Yeah, but he was on set for pretty much everything. He he was co-directing. We talked about this. Let's be honest, he was co-directing that movie. Look at Michael Bay. Yeah. It was like in the, was it Transformers 4 where they're like, don't worry, yeah. don't worry. Michael Bay just produced this movie. Oh, you're talking about Bumblebee? Or Bump, no, not Bumblebee. Was it? Well, he directed all the Transformers. Oh, movies. he did. All five. Bumblebee. No, Turtles 2. That's right. Oh, Turtles. It was Turtles okay. he directed, then the second one. Okay. No, the Turtles he didn't direct it, but it was he one produced, of his disciples. He produced both of them. He produced both of them. Yeah. That's right, because then yeah. it was like, don't worry, he didn't direct it. Then you yeah. watch the movie and you're like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure he didn't direct yeah. it? Like, this, no, one of his this disciples. feels like Transformers One of Turtles. his disciples directed it, and then you're like, okay, so he directed it. He directed it. He directed it. He directed it. <laughs> it's like how uh, at one point... Vladimir Putin wasn't the president of the United or uh, U.S. like Russia. Yeah. He wasn't the all all-consuming commander. Then he found out that he was actually the second in command. And then you're like, okay, so he's actually really just. Something funny happened to me today. Oh. I was getting to my vehicle at work. It was yep. the end of the day. I was getting into my vehicle. I was as I was getting in, a plane was flying overhead, and I looked up. And as I looked up, I was like, "This is a shot from a Michael Bay movie." <laughs> I felt like a camera was going around me from below. That's right, as and then I you look. had like flare shots of your yeah, car because yeah. the light dings your car, yeah. right? And as you're looking up at the plane, and the plane goes over. over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first time it's ever happened. Where I was like, I just did a shot from a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> you're right. So it was it was James Gunn. Yeah. So <laughs> Michael Bay and the Turtles. I remember that one. They're like, "Don't worry, guys, I'm not directing this movie." And then you're like, "Are you sure? Because everything yeah. about this movie <laughs> says that you directed." You directed movie. this movie. Okay, I directed it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I won't do the second one. I yeah. promise. I promise I won't do the second one. Are you sure? <laughs> anyway. I, I won't be on set in person, but I'll be on the phone the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I'll be fucking, like, literally <laughs> video chatting and going like, Hey, uh, I know it doesn't make any sense, yeah. but you need 14 flares. Yeah, he'll be like Marshall from the episode of How I Met Your Mother, where he's just on the iPad. Yeah. Getting rolled around the whole time. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> like the Bay Boy. Sheldon Bot, that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so now we're. Mariko gets kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Can we? And then, and, then, and then Yukio comes in the car. Yeah. And sees Logan coming at her, and she's just like, uh oh. Yeah. 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 And now. Yeah. Now we're setting up the big fight. Which is the, incredible. Because. Here. Uh, here. Here, Yuki sent Sanada. Japanese actor, mm -hmm. 
see him all the time. Oh, he's amazing. I love him. Hands down, my favorite <clears throat> Japanese actor today. Yes. Every time he's in anything, I'm like, yep. I'm in. Yep. I'm in. So as soon as I saw him sword fighting at the beginning of this movie, I was just like, he's in this? Yes. I was. I did the same thing. I was like, yes. I was like, please tell me. Oh, sorry, Dad. I'll call you later. I was like, please tell me he's a silver samurai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. Um, I was actually, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. He has to be silver samurai. Yeah. He absolutely has to be silver samurai. Because he's not. <laughs> yeah. They still had a wicked but fight. But they still scene. had a good fight. And but, it was, okay. Oh, it but was hold awesome. on. Hold on. So we're still dealing with depowered Wolverine. Yeah. So as far as we know, he ain't never getting better. Yeah. Okay? He's now fighting through an entire ninja village. I was going to say nin village, but that doesn't make any sense. That's that's after the sword fight. I don't I want to talk about this. Okay. Do the sword fight thing. Well, he goes to the scanner thing and he's taking the thing off his heart, right? And, and then Yukio's I'm getting fighting. Reverse. That's right. That's right. Yukio's fighting. That's right. Um, Viper. Uh, Shingen. Well, no, she, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's fighting Shingen as Wolverine's trying to do surgery on himself, Logan. And uh, that's right. And he dies. He, nanobots. Yeah, he dies with his heart in his hand, like she said he would. But then he comes back and heals. <laughs> that actually was really fucking. Scary. And then you get that awesome fight between the two of them. Oh god. Where like, like the, the sword fighting was amazing. The choreography is on yeah. another level. Like, like again, he like, slides on his knees and cuts Logan across the stomach and then turns around and Logan's just healing. He's like, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> just, but he's still just like, okay, fine. I'm just going to have to kill you harder? Yeah. But, like, again, like I was saying, like, so if you watch the first movie and then you even watch the trailers for this movie, you're thinking, like, I'm in for more of the same. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you loved the first movie, you're going to be like, okay, I'm pretty excited. Whereas I was really tempered because I was just kind of like... You know, I mean, it's not as bad as it was the first time around because, again, like, we're dealing with a character with uh, that I've, I've loved my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm like you. I, yeah. I was a huge fan of the character. I still am a huge fan of the character. Yeah. I mean, for a short Canadian kid, for me, I was like, yeah, fucking right. That's my guy right there, you yeah. know? Um, <clears throat> and just all the really cool things you can do with him as a character that they have done with him, yeah. right? Until they killed him off. And then brought him back with weird powers. Yeah, well, because of the Affinity Gauntlet, and then his claws glow. (sighs) This guy's already, he's already overpowered. Yeah. Because he's got fucking 200 pounds of muscle, adamantium, berserker rage, he'll never quit. Oh, by the way, he heals fast. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's the fastest healer, I think, outside of cosmic people. Yeah. I don't think anyone's faster at healing than he is. I think for a while there, they said that Sabretooth healed faster than him. But, I mean, it was one of those where I was like, Yeah. Do you really? It doesn't really matter. Well, is it a race? 0.5 milliseconds <laughs> yeah. quicker. Like, Good for you. Oh, you, you healed yeah. your eyeball a little bit quicker than me. Good for yeah. you. I'm still going to gut you. Yeah. But anyway. um, Yeah, so, like, he's already overpowered. He almost beat the fuck out of the Hulk in his first appearance. Mm-hmm. And this is at the height of the Hulk's powers, right? Like, okay. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, anyway. I once seen him get his face blown off. That's in the death of Hulk, actually. I, the death of Wolverine, actually. I saw him, what was it? It was a Civil Civil War arc that Mark Guggenheim wrote. Ugh. He got burnt down to nothing. He was just... Bones. That's the that's leading then, into the death then, of. But then he grew back. That's the death of uh, Wolverine Run, where they explain 
uh, how he is able to come back, and it's like he he dies. He actually does die. Yeah. He goes to hell. Yeah. He fights Shinjin, and if he wins, he goes back. And then the whole depth of Wolverine was at the that the reason why the death of Wolverine happened was because like at the last part of that arc, he uh, it was like. For some, I can't remember exactly, but for some reason, he was just kind of like, this was like for all the marbles. He was like, all right, okay, here's the deal. If I beat you, I go back, mm -hmm. but that's it. Yeah. So if I die, then I'm dead. And I'm never coming back. Ever. Ever. Never coming back. And Shinjin was like, okay, cool. <clears throat> and I lost every other time, but this yeah. time I'll win. And then he loses, so then that's how Guggenheim... It was a pointless fucking story. I remember reading it just being like, why the fuck did we even need this? Yeah. There was a lot of, like, like Guggenheim did all the, the Civil War stuff. Uh, he's all, a shitty writer. All the hell stuff was Jason Aaron. And then it was, uh... Fuck. And Jason Aaron is good. He's a really good writer. Yeah. He's a really good writer. But and, I find uh, Char Charles Sewell <clears throat> did, uh, did that. Yeah, Charles Sewell did the death. But it was all the... Oh, it might have been Aaron that did the... Aaron did the hell stuff. The hell stuff. I really hated the, the hell stuff. The death of Wolverine, he was encased in Adam Adamantium. Yes. No, I know. But the, it, you had to lead up to him actually being yeah, able to... Yeah, because he lost his healing power or something. You couldn't kill him up until the... You had to have this stupid supernatural storyline, which I thought was really stupid. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sakes, they actually created a blade that could kill Wolverine. Yeah. And that's the blade he used to kill Sabretooth. But I'm like, if you already created this blade, why did you even need to do this really dumb storyline where it's like, hey, I fight Shinjin in hell and every time I beat him I come back and then... Uh, I, I quit Wolverine for the first time in my life. Ugh. Right before death. Because I remember they, they did the big... Uh, it was volume three. And then they did issue 300. The numbering came back and it was issue 300. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And like issue 308 to cancel at the relaunch. I was just like, what the fuck? Why? Guggenheim. Guggenheim is really shit. He did, he did a run of Daredevil, too, and I remember I was like, I can't even fucking touch this shit. He's, he's not, so bad. He's not really good yet. No, he's... He's got his moments. With what? The Civil War arc was pretty decent. But it also had art by Humberto Ramos, which made it really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. Because I'm actually picturing so, the uh, Ramos Wolverine where it's like... All bulky and just... And he's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. doing that. And that's what I picture. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You get a good enough artist, you can kind of... You can kind of... You can make it through. through. You, you can, can make power it through. through yeah. some shit, but... God, man. Okay, bud. We've talked about the Ninja Village now. Sorry, Chuck Austin. That's the one I can't power through. Oh, thank God that guy disappeared. I, No matter how good that art is, I could not power... Because he was in there with... Uh, that X-Men run was with... He was the writer chosen to take over for Grant Morrison. Right, but was it like LaRocca was doing the art? Yeah, LaRocca was doing the art. And I remember just being like, no, I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. This yeah. is so god-awful. I did it. It was hard. But it paid off because I got Peter Milligan right after that. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Ecstatics. Ecstatics, which is coming back next Static year. Static X, wasn't it? <laughs> Ecstatics. Uh, anyway, so the Ninja Village is... Yeah, the, we're at the Ninja Village now. Ninja Village is one of my favorite fight scenes across all the X-Men movies. Mm. Because it's snowing. Yeah. And I love scenes in snowing. You the, don't see enough of the it. The scenery is beautiful. So the scenery is beautiful. It looks like an old school Japanese village. 
yeah. which is great, even though this is in modern times, but it's absolutely, or it's a little in the future, I guess, because it's five years past Days of, or no, X-Men 3, and X-Men was actually set a little bit in the future. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so, visually looks amazing, mm-hmm. but he is fucking fighting like a million ninjas. There's so many of them. There's so many ninjas. Yeah. And then they start like fucking doing the arrows with the ropes. Yeah. To try and keep them, and he's like, you get to that whole like, final thing, and you're like, he takes a poison arrow to the back, goes down to one knee, gets back up. It's just he, fucking incredible. Marco's watching the whole thing from the building at the end. It is just so cool. Like, how many... He must have had a good 30 to 40 arrows in the, in his back. I was trying to count, and I lost count, but I, I estimate, or I would say, let's say 50. Yeah. Let's just say 50. Because when he finally falls, it's just like pin cushion from yeah. head to toe. Yeah, like, and it's that slow, like... Yeah, and it's just a porcupine on the back. Yeah. Like, you're just like, holy fuck! I know. But it just looks so cool. Yeah, and it's just it's it's like I was saying, like Nat, like he's overpowered already. You don't need to have flaming claws and <laughs> infinity gauntlet powers. Yeah, because he's got a stone inside him. Like, fuck off, man. Yeah. <laughs> like anyway, um, but that's is just like adding to that whole like this guy will never quit. Mm-hmm. He is going to get through everybody. Like it's just. Fucking incredible. Uh, and then we get to the like, last 20 minutes of that movie. Yeah, so we get uh, we get some cool Viper stuff in there. Viper stuff is great. I but, wish we would have saw more of her, though. Like, yeah. just in general, like, across the... She could have, like, made a cameo in, like, other X-Men movies yeah. or something. Because yeah. she was great. Yeah. Visually looked great. Her character looked and I, great. That actress I never saw before, and I don't think I've seen since. <laughs> I don't think so, either. She's Russian. She, uh, Svetlana Cho... Chotin, Chotin Kova. Yeah, whatever. Never heard of her. Yeah. <clears throat> when they, when they announced, that, oh, this actress playing Viper, I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. Viper's kind of a weird pick for a Japanese movie, but but it worked. Yeah, but no, it's but not it really, because that's one of those, like, that's a long-time Wolverine villain. It is, but I don't know. Like, who who's the one that kind of takes over uh, Madripoor? Is it uh, Madame Mask? I think you're right. I think it is. See, now there's a villain that I think would have been better suited to be in the Japanese setting. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I'm going to argue is just because it's uh, it's overload. Yeah. Right? But then it helped that they played by Broff as a doctor. Made sense for her to be there with That's the right. Yeah. Trying to keep him alive. <clears throat> Succeeded yeah. with mech armor. Cause then you get that part. You get that part where, and I mean, visually, visually is kind of cool, but like looking, but it's stupid. That's it, it looks like Wolverine versus a Transformer. The only other part, though, that I have to say, though, it, it looked cool until it moved. Yeah. And then it looked fake. Yeah. Because, like, again, like the CGI for that part there, I'm like, if because the rest of this movie, there's you could have put a lot of that budget into that CGI part. It's all other CGI. It's very just yeah. Like up until that point, it's a lot of practical like, effects. Yeah, you know, it's just like CGI stuff for superhumans and things like that. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's because you really had what you had the the bomb, the bear, the bullet train, and the <clears throat> end. that's pretty much it for visual effects. Right, exactly. Everything else is pretty much practical. Yeah. So I mean, you could have put a little bit more money into that, uh, or not do it at all. Yeah, like that would have been my point. I my would, pick would, I would be just... not to do it at all. Um. I also really didn't like the cutting of his his uh, blades. His claws. 
I didn't like that one. And then the weird drill thing to get into his marrow, I guess. Yeah. Like, to try and take the adamantium off of him. Or no, to get... because well, he cut... By cutting the claws, he could get the, to the that's bone. That's right. And then, that's then the only he way tried to get to, to the bone. That's right. To get to the, the actual, like, steel life force thing. Yeah. Um, but the fact that his machine was perfectly set up to go into three claws... Yeah. Like, what if he cut a leg and an arm off? Exactly. Yeah, like, it's just... Like, uh, it's too easy. And the fact that his claws were still out to do that... <laughs> exactly. Like, if you retracted them, then your plan is fucked. Yeah, like, I don't know, and, the, and it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's really shitty, like, final battle. Like, yeah. just in general, it's just a really shitty, like, I know, like, uh, they complain about, like, the Marvel, like, big, huge CGI, like, you don't really know what's going on, battle sequence, and I don't never really have an issue with that, because, like, I'm always like, ah, no, it's actually, you see everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but this is one of those ones where, they could have done something like that, and I think I would have liked it better. Or, like like we said uh, right away, is have... Uh, Shingen in, in the actual samurai armor. Yeah. That would have been a masterpiece. Oh, you yeah. You had the ninja village, and then you had the two of them battling at the top of that building. Yeah, and at least thematically it makes sense that he yeah. would be silver samurai, even though in the comic books he's actually Shingen, and yeah. that's, that's it. Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then Logan's using Yoshida's blade they gave to him. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. Would have, that would have been epic. That would have been epic, and that would have been awesome, and it would have been, like, a nice little capper yeah. of this, like, Japanese period of Wolverine's history. Yeah. But instead, they went with, like, a giant mech that made no sense. Yeah. And, uh, cut his blades, which really bothered me, because, again, like, we're talking about, like, so after that, it stays a future past. And he's got the blades back. They don't reference anything. <laughs> it takes place years later. Yeah. Okay. But got, even like even I'm the fact that they have the re-dipped, link, because they, they have the link at the end yeah. where it's like uh, you know Professor X and uh, Magneto on either end. Yeah. And you're like, that's fucking awesome. But they don't reference anything after that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I mean, not that I needed a four hour explanation as to how he got the adamantium back onto his claws, but something. Right? Yeah. Or have it so that he's got one hand bone claws and the other hand. You know what I mean? Like, as as dumb as that is, it's still better than just going like, shh, forget that happened. Yeah. Because if you're going to tell me that his healing factor affects the alien substance that's over his bones, no, it doesn't. In fact, the healing factor is what keeps him alive from the, the actual metal. Yeah. You know, I mean... Uh, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it's it's constantly poisoning him. You know, they, that's the whole storyline between Beyond Logan, right? Yeah. 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 So. It's uh, and that's also in the comic books too. Like, so they actually said that his healing factor was stronger when he didn't have the adamantium mm-hmm. because his body was constantly fighting that. Yeah. So when they took that out, not only did he become more bestial, <laughs> but his healing factor was much better. It's the same thing with the uh, cable. Cable is also one of those characters where his telepathy is actually much stronger, but he's got that technovirus. Right. So because of the technovirus, he's mentally fighting that off, so yeah. it's not as strong as it could be because it's already working hard. And I was like, I was like, that's actually really cool. Yeah. That's a really cool way to explain that. Anyway. Um, so yeah, long story, long, long story, story short. That's that's uh absolutely return. awesome movie that gets hampered by a shitty climax. Yeah. You know? 
Um, thank God we got to see Patrick Stewart. Yeah, they played that little, that mid-credits <laughs> scene. Yeah, like in the, the fucking uh, airport. Yeah, like, you get Magneto first. awesome. I also like the deleted scene where they hint at a costume. Yeah. They don't hint. They say, hey, this is a costume. Yeah. Hey, you made this for me? That's awesome. Tan and brown? Fucking rights I'll wear this. It's kind of like a leather jacket that I've worn my entire life. I'm not sure why I love it so much, yes. but I do. Oh, it was made with my jacket. It's, it's even <laughs> more special now. How did you find the same jacket that I wore for three weeks? Yeah. And it never wore again. Amazing. You're, you're great. You're great. I mean, incorporate my belt buckle into it somehow. I'm very connected Can to that Can you put belt a spot buckle. for my cigars? <laughs> a pouch, maybe. That's what it was in the comics, eh? Right Here. that big, huge, giant belt. Yeah. Sick. This like, is a guy named Rob Liefeld. Right? Maybe he can help me design that. <laughs> Actually, Rob Liefeld would have shoulder pads. Yes. On top of shoulder pads. Yes. With a and pouch on top of the pads. Yeah. Pockets there. Yeah. And, like, each pocket would be a singular uh, stogie. Mm-hmm. But then on this side, it would also be stogies. Yes. Uh, but it would be three... <laughs> fucking shoulder pads <laughs> that come so far out yeah. that you're like, how do you walk into So by the time you got your pads on, your arms are like this. Right. Can't move yeah. them any higher than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, one hand is robotic, mm -hmm. but the rest of the arm is fine. Yes. But you're still so strong that this robot hand doesn't... Nope. You no. You just freely... <laughs> And straps, like belts everywhere. Everywhere. Like, yeah, because you have to have belt straps here to keep the shoulder pads up. Yeah. So that makes sense. So when crime happens, it takes you four hours to get dressed. You have to, you never take your suit off. You have oh, to have you straps that link up to the belt to yeah. keep this from falling over you. Yes. Right? Right. Because it's so big. And then you need four to stabilize. Yes. And then because you have all those straps, you might as well put pouches on there mm -hmm. to hold uh, bullets. For the giant massive guns yes. that realistically you couldn't possibly get off of you. Yeah, because you can't lift your arm high for one. Right. Plus the gun's the size of your body. Exactly, if not more than that. So the fact that you're standing and walking with it on your back is impressive. Yeah. The fact that you go like this. Yeah. Oh, I think what you do is you throw it up in an arc. Right. And then you catch it. In your pouched hands. Uh, super massive gloved hands. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So you have all this exposed skin mm -hmm. and then little gloves, yeah. right? And then, like, the triggers themselves are, like, big enough that you would need your entire hand to pull it. Mm -hmm. But you still just use the... And the most impressive thing is is that you can do all of this with your upper body while having no feet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, like, jumping in the air. Yeah. And having your feet, like, angled outwards yeah. so that you see the bottom. Like, like So you can see the treads. Like, yeah. you crouched on the ground, but you're jumping. Yeah. Yes. Life built. Life built. Plus, terrible. all the same face with no lips. And horrible cross hatching on everything. Yeah. You got uh, the back of your hand? Cross hatch the shit out of that one. Hey, you want to make a nice romantic looking scene? Mm -hmm. No, because there's too much cross hatching. Yeah. You don't even really know what's going on. The hands are so small. Yep. <clears throat> Take my good hand. Like, Jim Lee was a big fan of pouches too. Fuck it, that guy. He knew can, his limits. That guy can draw the shit out of anything. Yeah. Though. So, are you done with the Wolverine? I am. I am done with the Wolverine. I am. I've taken a quick intermission. Oh. Yeah, I know. Bladder, okay. Bladder's not going to do it today. Okay. All right. do it, but they won't even know because I'll uh, just cut 
and put it back. Well, how are you going to edit out me saying, hey, buddy, you going for a piss? I'm going for a piss. Okay. All right. Okay, so I never left. No, you definitely did not go and urinate. No. Might have. You dumped, did. Dumped more while I was in there. Oh, hey, look at you. <laughs> hey, look at me. Shit. Look at me. That's nice. Yeah. Or no, hold on. As uh, George Carlin would say, leave it a shit. Leave it a shit. you don't take him, you'll leave him. Hey. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I sort of like Darius. So now. Oh, by the way, real quick. Love look at what you could win. If we get to 100 subscribers. Right Look there. You, it's either that or I take it. Yeah. <laughs> or I pay a yeah. discounted price for it. I tell you what, Chris. If we get to episode 75 and we're not at 100 subscribers, that's yours. Done. But seriously, subscribe. This is you the, can uh, win this. That's the other one for 100 subscribers. Yep. The so gauntlet. you have your choice, actually. We'll give you the choice of the gauntlet to snap everybody out of existence. Or you can get this Jim Lee-inspired, mm -hmm. uh, what is it, Funko? It's a Funko Pop. Funko Pop. But this looks bitchin'. Like, I was staring at it in the corner of my eye, and I was like, I have to have this. So, 100 subscribers, take your pick. You can have that. You can have this. Hell, if we get to 100 subscribers, you might even be able to get both. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right now, we're floating around 75, and we've been sitting there for months. Help us out. Win a cool prize. All you gotta do is subscribe. Wait, did you just say we're at 75 and you said if we got to 75 I could have this? No, 75 episodes. If we go 25 more episodes and we're still not at 100 subscribers. Oh, oh, it's yes, yours. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Episode 75 will be me presenting that to Chris. <laughs> and then that'll be it. That's it. That's, that's the whole episode. three minute yeah, episode. I will cry. I'll be like, this is so good. I can't believe I won this. This is the greatest thing ever. Uh, anyway, uh, so. Logan, which oh, is heavenly man. inspired by Old Man Logan from Mark Millar. Except we don't Let's get to see together. inbred hulks. We don't because, well, I mean, Marvel. So. I, I gotta <laughs> say, though, like, uh, Old Man Logan, the book, is one of those where if it wasn't for Steve McNiven's art, I would have stopped reading. Really? I loved it. I... I like where it got. Like, I liked how it started. Mm -hmm. And I liked the, the reveal was that he was the one that killed the X-Men. Because Mysterio mind-fucked him hard and he thought he was killing bad guys. Yeah. So I liked that part. Everything else is too Malar for me. Ah, okay. Okay? And I mean, I loved, uh, what was it? Enemy uh, of the State. Enemy of State. And then, what was the other half of it called? Uh, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's right. That year run on Wolverine is incredible. Plus, then he had that one shot to cap it. That That's took right. place during World War II. That's right. For Kira Andrews to the art. That's right. I have to read that, though, because I didn't read it. Oh, really? That's right, yeah. It's good. Yeah. It was good. But that whole year run, like, I was, like, ravenous for it. The mm -hmm. art was amazing because it was John Romita. Yep. The costume was awesome. Like, mm -hmm. it looked so good. They like, updated it a bit, tweaked it a bit. But I just love how he went from being, like, a full-on killer. Yeah. And was able to actually restructure the Marvel Universe in a bit because they uh, they brought back Elektra because of it. Yep. You know, they introduced Gorgon, which is a badass character. Although, it was one of those where, after the fact, like, he should never have been seen again. Or he should have been seen again years later type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, not so quickly. But I understand he was a popular character that they were like, let's milk him. I get yeah. that. It would have made the ending so much cooler. But even the fact that they had Northstar be a bad guy, I 
and they didn't really change that. Like, they had that scene where it's just like, we've been running the same sequences that we did with Wolverine, and he's still, he's still bad. He's still horrible. I was like, that's something that we could have ran with. But I don't think they did that because he's, he's an out character, right? So yeah. they didn't want to make a, a gay guy a bad guy, mm-hmm. and a horribly bad guy. Yeah. But I think that would have been a really cool little twist on North Star. Yeah. Because you could still get the back door out where it's just like, we broke through the brainwashing. So it's okay now. Now you just have to atone, right? Yep. So you could do that redemption arc. Okay, fine. You know? Plus I love that he had his classic costume. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They didn't update shit for him. No, no, just that snowflake costume. Anyway, so, but yeah. The only major issue I had watching this movie, uh, first time around, was knowing how I felt it should have ended. Because it should, like, right from the beginning, I'm like, he has to die. The problem was, is I didn't want to see him die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I knew, it was like watching John Wick 3, where I'm like, the only way this ends is with John Wick dying. Like, really just dying. None yeah. of this, like, fake out. He's hiding off in the hills, like Dexter, with a beard in Argentina. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. He's dead. It didn't make me want to watch that ending any anymore because I was like, oh, okay, we're getting to the point where he's going to have to die. Yeah, obviously John Wick 3, he doesn't die. He doesn't. To be continued. He might die at number four. <laughs> he has to. And that's the problem. Whatever the last film ends up being. That's right. Whatever the last film ends up being, whether it's four or five, if it ends up being five, whatever it is, he's got to die. Yeah. And that's the thing here. He had to die. And we all knew that he was going to die because Jackman said that's, well, we didn't know he was going to die. No, Jackman said, Jack, I'm done I'm with this role. I'm not doing it anymore. I just, I, I feel like I'm too old to do the character justice. He's got a point. Even though he's aged impeccably, Wolverine is a character that ages even better than Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the whole movie is this like building sense of dread because you're getting to the end of this character we grew up with in comic books and then got to Movies. see uh, cartoons, cartoons and then got to see live action and got to see the character be done with so much justice and reverence that it can't be anything other than heartbreaking to mm-hmm. say goodbye to this character. Right? Like, or this depiction of this character. I we're talking say. 17 years, man. That's almost half our lifetime. We've watched you Jackman. It's barely just, to, just yeah. under half our lives. Yeah. Okay? And that's what I mean, like, we're, you know, and even for him to say, I'm too old to play this character, he probably could have got another movie out of him. I, I think easily. You know, like, but, I'm seeing him now, and it's, but then again, we, I also take for granted that, okay, sure, I joke about him doing steroids to do this stuff. To be fair, I would too if I was him, okay? But the other part is, is that it's incredibly taxing on a body that's not getting any younger to just eat the diet that he's eating. Because this is the guy that, like, he called up Dwayne The Rock Johnson for the Wolverine uh, Origins and was like, hey, man, I want to get, like, fucking super ripped and Other strong. Other way around. Other way around. Hugh Jackman taught Dwayne Johnson. Wait, oh! Because Dwayne Johnson did faster and got ripped for that movie. That's right. And Hugh Jackman taught him. That's right. That's right. I got it. But either way. Either this, way. Either way, this is a guy same. that's devoting a chunk of a year... And he's got to stay in that shape because he's always going to play that character. But that's just it. So, like, he'll have downtime. Yeah. But it's, so it's, I think it's, like, six months of training. 
and it's however long it films the movie, and he's got to train throughout that movie. It's the same with Henry Cavill for Man of Steel. Yeah. He had to maintain that physique almost the entire time he was filming. It wasn't like, you got the shirtless scene, then you put the suit on, then you can fucking, you can just relax, pal. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. So it's the same with him. Ah, shite. Premature there, buddy. I was bound to have, we were talking about Kate Beckinsale, right? Scarlett Johansson. Hell, at one point I even said I'd let fucking Patrick Stewart fuck the shit out of yeah, right? so, you did. You went there. <laughs> and McKellen. I did say both. <laughs> yeah. Line up, take, guys. Take me, buddies. Line up. Yeah. Although, to be fair, if that one is one of your stories is like, yeah, I'm not gay, but I definitely had sex with Ian McKellen. Most people would be like, okay. All right. Mm. It's Ian McKellen. <laughs> yeah. He's a sir. How do you say no that to dude Ian dude has McKellen? been knighted. I mean... <laughs> You got fucked by a knight. I so just think it's funny that it's like, I'm not gay, but I totally let a, let a dude fuck me. Like, that might not make you gay. That makes you pretty gay. It was Ian McKellen, though. Oh. But it's not going to help your case for telling people you're no. not gay. No. You know? No. But whatever. So, funny story. I met Ian McKellen. Oh, yeah? And what happened? We, we had sex. Fucked. We had sex. Uh, we fucked. He fucked me. He fucked yeah. me. He was gentle. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why. You know. Not that it really matters. Obviously. He's Gandalf the Grey, all right. No, let's be real here. He's Gandalf the White. The White. He's the White. Okay. All right. But anyway, so so just the amount of training. Mm-hmm. So it's training, diet. Yep. Right? Like, yep. And it's super strict. Like, there's super. nothing. You know, and he's not, he's fucking, he's a weird guy because he's training for strength and for appearance. But it's like. You could just train for appearance. Like you don't really have to go that nuts. But he's like, no, no, no. I gotta go nuts because I gotta do this character justice. So I feel for him. Yeah. I understand that he got to a point where he's like, I just don't feel that I can do it justice, right? So for him to do another movie, I feel like it would be kind of like Daniel Craig in the latest James Bond movie. It's taken forever because the shit he went through, Inspector, he's not getting any younger, right? Yeah. So now, because they had to push back filming because he injured himself again, mm-hmm. right? And so, I don't care what anybody says, this has to be his last James Bond movie. Oh, it will be. In fact, I thought the last one would be. I'm shocked he came back for a fifth. I'm really surprised. I'm glad he did, though. I'm glad he did because now he gets his, he gets his five, which is great. Five. He gets his five. That's, uh, he also that's gets, more than Pierce Brosnan. He also gets to be in the 25th James Bond movie. That's huge. Which I think is the perfect way to cap his James Bond to allow for the next James Bond. Yeah. Okay? Because, like I, I said before, like even the way they ended Spectre, they, they ended it like he quit type of thing. And everybody was saying you can recast right away. His story's not done. Well, it kind of sounds like they're going to continue with 007, but not so much James Bond. Oh, no. They are. Because... You know, I, I, I caught that bit of uproar, too, where it was just, like, yeah. black woman as 007, and they're, like, in an uproar, but I was like, well, it makes sense. You know, if she's, she's 008, she's Bond. She's, if she's 008, yeah. he quits. If he quits, then that number She gets is... an immediate promotion. Yeah. So, why wouldn't she be 007? I'm not calling her Jane Bond, or Jameson Bond, and it's a unisex name. <laughs> Jameson. They're not saying that. Her name's Bond. They're just Jameson saying Bond. she has the code number. Yes. Which makes sense. Yeah. 
I think it's great. I think it's actually going to be interesting for James Bond to come in and go, hold on a second. 008, the chick, is mm. now 007? the fuck's going on here? This is crazy. She's better than me? <laughs> so wait, what am I? Hold on. I gotta she, be double 14? She doesn't drink all fucking day and bang dudes and then occasionally save the world? What is she doing? Does she even care? That's a goody too. Let me guess. Let me guess. She drives a practical car. A smart car. Fuck me. I gotta... No, that's it. I'm back. I'm back. I'm James Bond. I'm James Bond on 007. You can yep. tell her yep. to get back to 008 mm-hmm. doing whatever bullshit thing she's yep. doing. Yeah. Besides, I gotta kill... Uh, what's his face? Oberhauser. Sorry. Um, Blofeld. Blofeld. <laughs> you say you're surprised that Daniel Craig came back. I'm surprised that... Uh, Christoph Waltz? I am very surprised like, that I thought... Back. Well, that story's done. Yeah. And I love Christoph Waltz, but the whole... Blofeld inclusion in the Spectre made it feel too olden day James Bondy. That's that wasn't my problem. Yeah. No, but I will save that for another camcast. Yeah, because we were talking about this. <clears throat> yeah. So, like I said, uh, when I first watched this movie, uh, I did I didn't watch it in the theaters. Um, you missed Logan in the theaters. Yeah. It, I, I didn't want to say goodbye. To be honest with you, oh. I did not want to say goodbye, and I didn't think it was going to affect me as much until I started actually watching the movie. And like I said, like right away, and just because I feel like the only way the character story ends is with his death, mm-hmm. doesn't mean I want to see it. Yeah. You know, doesn't mean I want to see it, even if it's the most heroic way possible. You can save the entire universe by unsnapping. <laughs> With the gauntlet that he somehow got for no reason, I'd still be like, yeah, but that's... You know what I mean? Like, we talked about it. 17 years of the fucking Hugh Jackman Wolverine. But that's... What? 30 years? No. uh, What was I? 10 when I read my first X-Men comic? 8? 8 to 10. Somewhere around there. 8 to 10. That'd be great. 92? 91 was X-Men number one. I thought it was 92. I think it was 91. Okay, anyway, 91. So 91, that's 28 years. That's, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like eight years old. I'm eight years old reading X-Men 1 for the first time ever Mm -hmm. uh, that I owned. I've read X-Men comics prior to that. Yeah. But what I owned physically in my hands. And I had the... uh, the Wolverine Cyclops cover. So yes. you had like Wolverine, brown and tan, like this, like yeah. classic Jim Lee pose. Yeah. You got Cyclops just about to fire. No, he's firing off, actually. He's firing. That's right. I had the gatefold. You had the triple one? The, the one that flipped right out. You got I ended up covers. getting that one later. Yeah. I ended up getting that one later. Cause but, he, but it had different coloring, and I kind of like the pink coloring on the individuals more than the green of the. Yeah. Of the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember those cards? The whole run was done by Jim Lee. Yeah. And that the last sequence was the Danger Room sequence. Yeah. And you had all of them. Those are my favorite cards. I loved Marvel cards. Series 2 Marvel cards were my favorite. I liked Series 3. But Series 3... Series 3 was the one that I think it was... Uh, series 3 was weird. It was like cutouts of characters and then they had like a space theme going on behind them. Yes. Yes. And, and then Series 2 had like that beige frame going around. Series 2 is my favorite because Series 2 had the base frame. Yeah. 
But they also, they had the power ratings. Yes. For the first time. They had the power ratings, right. The uh, Series 1 had their heights and their weights and their first appearance and all that kind of stuff. That's right. That's right. And yeah. uh, their bio. Yeah. And their uh, little, so Series bio. 2 had bio as well. Yeah. Height, weight, first appearance, and affiliations. It yeah. also had affiliations. Right. It had aliases, if necessary. Yeah. Uh, and then it had the power ratings, and I was like, gaga for the power ratings. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, so the X-Men came out like right after that one, and it was the same thing, had power ratings, but it was all Jim Lee. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I never had that set, but you did. I ended up inheriting the full set. You had the X-Force one too, right? No. No? I had some X-Force cards. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking Because of. I think, because we both ended up with a couple of X-Force cards, because uh, it was one of those where I think uh, Miss Parr went to get X-Men cards they didn't have them. Got the X Force. Got X Force instead, and we had to do that move. We were like, "Oh, thanks!" You got me light filled over Lee. And then in our heads, we're like, "Fuck this shit," you know. But she was great. She was great. Like amazing teacher. To literally sit there and be like, "Oh, you guys are into comic books? Okay, so if you guys win a spelling bee or a math minute, I'm gonna get you Marvel cards. I'm gonna get you Marvel cards." And it was actually Marvel cards that got me. I was collecting Marvel cards before. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. I was, like, I was in. I was buying comics here and there off newsstands at, like, the corner store. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I wasn't going to comic stores or anything. And I wasn't literally, like, looking for specifics. It was just like, oh, this looks cool. Like, uh, Mutinimals. I had Mutinimals, which I don't know if you uh, recall Mutinimals, or it might have been Mutanimals. I'm not sure of the pronunciation, but what it was. I do not remember. I think I've erased that from the memory bank. uh, I remember it was a... I remember correctly. I know there was a dolphin for sure. I can't remember the other two animals, and they was uh, it was a dolphin head, robot body. Mm-hmm. And I think it was issue three, so I don't even know how they were created. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened to that comic book, but I think I read it and I was just like, "What the fuck?" I I was buying the uh, I got a couple of Amazing Spider-Man's off the newsstand. Wolverine number forty-four was my first Wolverine comic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, Darkhawk and Sleepwalker. Digging those. Yeah, you were big into those. I guys. saw all of the Image comics when they're coming out, so I got Pit Spawn and New, uh, Young Blood off the newsstands. Yeah, I was Savage Dragon all the way. You got Dragon. I was Savage Dragon. I all never the way. got Dragon. That was the only one that I got actually was Savage Dragon. Yeah. Um, because and I've said this before, but like I wasn't a huge Tom McFarlane fan, although I thought Spawn looked awesome. Oh yeah. But the the concept was too heavy for me at the time. Such a I remember being like a kid in public school and we were like flipping spawn back and forth during the class because we traded comics in yeah. the class. I remember like that was the first time in a comic book that they talked about pedophiles. Yeah. Because the ice cream guy was a pedophile. That's a heavy comic. And I remember being really fucked up about the fact that like it was hard for me to grasp the concept because so spawn was short for hell spawn. Mm-hmm. So he died, went to hell, sold his soul to the devil, get back to see his wife, and he had to be Spawn. And the fuck, the part that fucked me up was that even though he killed Kincaid, I think that was his last name, Kincaid, Stan Kincaid or something yeah, like that. But anyway, yeah. so he's a ice cream guy pedophile, and he kills him, but the pedophile goes to hell to further... Malbolgia's ar- army, and I remember just being like, holy fuck, like I never even thought of that. If you're killing bad guys, you're you're like stacking the deck for hell. Yeah. I was just like, this is too much. This is too much. Like I could not. I was not mentally prepared for it. I've always wanted to like 
reread Spawn now that I'm an adult. Yeah. Especially now, like, they're making this huge thing with number 300 coming up, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I really just want to read it for some I reason. I agree. Like, that, that's one of those ones, but also, uh, what Especially else? Especially with, uh, Greg Cthulhu back on right? Especially now. Yeah. Like, now? Fuck. Holy crazy. Uh, what else did I, I had, uh, like, one issue or two issues of Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I think I had a couple Wildcats. I had, I had Wildcats 1. I had Brigade. I also had, I had, uh, like, two or three. Issue two or three of Brigade. Yeah. Um, was that uh, Wyatt? Was something Wyatt was the artist? I can't remember exactly, but I remember I liked Brigade. The Max. I had the Max. I never had the Max, uh, but the Max was incredible. The Max is so good. Holy shit. So good. But the, it was the cartoon that really got me. I never really read the book. Yeah. But I watched the uh, MTV Max cartoon and I was in love. It's so crazy wacky. Wow. And now yeah. I was like, uh, man, I wish I would have read the book because this is fucking it's nuts. It's nuts. And it, it's, it's heavy, too. Like, it's heavy again, adult. Again, I never really got it as a kid, but I love the artwork in it. But, uh, and I remember I read, because Jason, Jason Halverson had Youngblood. Yeah. Um, and I remember reading Youngblood, the first issue, and that one was kind of interesting because it was like a, a celebrity team. They were endorsed. You know, they had contracts, toy deals, and stuff like that. So they actually talked about stuff like that. Where even like Bedrock, mm-hmm. they actually referenced the fact that Bedrock had to change his name to Bad Rock because of the Flintstones trademark. So I thought was really interesting. Like, so it was one of those things where Lightbulb was ahead of the curve there. Yeah. So especially like as I'm saying that we're talking about Youngblood, and then you you think about the boys, and you're just like, like fuck, man, this is like early ni- mid '90s, and he's already like looking at it like, yeah, they would be celebrities. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the image runner was crazy. Shadowhawk, that's the one I had. Shadowhawk, right, Jim Valentino. That's the one that I had. Shadowhawk was pretty sweet looking. That cover, that Wolverine-inspired cover, yeah, yeah. all black, uh, uh, embossed, I think is what they called it. Yeah, with that hollow foil. Shiny sh- silver. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And it was incredible. He was breaking people's backs. Like, it was Jim Valentine, yeah, that's right. There was yeah. a lot of great. I don't know how well they would read today, but yeah, I don't know either. I remember like because you had Pitt, and I was all over Pitt because I was I'm a, still a huge Dale Keown fan. Yeah, same here. Huge same Dale Keown fan, and I loved Pitt. I thought the concept was incredibly I still, cool. I still have all twenty Pitt comics. Um, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, in one of the few that I didn't read, I never read any of the Prophet stuff. I read Troll. I had a couple of issues of Supreme. Troll. Read Supreme. I never read it. I read one issue of Supreme. I think it was the one you had, the first yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of image number one. It's weird because I like I just shot the corner stores. I didn't go to comic stores yet. Yeah. But just looking at those image com- comic covers at the newsstand, you could, you could not. tell right away that they were iconic. Like this is something. Yeah, you couldn't look away. Yeah, like image, like DC, Marvel. Yeah. Image. What is this? Plus, you felt cool because you were buying a book that, yeah. like. No one was buying... Because I wasn't reading Wizard Magazine. This stuff wasn't covered on the internet back then. And then when we did read Wizard Magazine, it was yeah. like, fuck. Wizard was amazing. I loved Wizard. I, I got into so many awesome books because of Wizard. Oh, Invincible, yeah. I got into because of Wizard. I remember, like, uh, actually, this happened the other day. Uh, trust me, we'll get back to Logan. Yeah. Uh, Michelle was like, I still can't believe, like, you, you know, like, artists. Like, you talk about artists and writers and comic books. It's like... 
how would you even know that stuff? Like, how would you even know them to look at them? It's the same way that people know hockey players. But this is what I said. I said, well, honestly, it's because of a magazine called Wizard World, Wizard Magazine. Yeah. Because they would say, uh, like, upcoming creator or spotlight on this creator. Or they would actually literally have top ten artists, top ten writers. And it would be, like, name, what book they're working on, and you get a picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, and then I was like, and I said, it's kind of like the, the sports stuff. She's like, well, I get that part, like for heroes, but it's the, the writers and artists. And I'm just like, it's because of Wizard World. Because if it wasn't for Wizard, I wouldn't know what half these guys look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I would know, like, I'd know their names, but I wouldn't know what they look like. You know what I mean? Or I wouldn't have like, oh, check out this artist, upcoming, uh, whoever, Jason Pearson. Jason Pearson was one where they were like, upcoming, and he, uh, body count? Body count or body bags? Body bags. It was body bags, and it was his career. Yeah, I always thought it was weird that they did that artist ranking. Because it's just like, wow, you're really putting those guys on a pedestal. Uh, not only that, it's also because it's subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... I mean, you can quantify in sales. You could. But it's still subjective. Yeah. You know, because believe it or not, Kenneth, there are people that don't like Grant Morrison as a writer. I believe it. I don't. I've, I've, well, I've, you know <laughs> no, what? I hey, do. I've, I do re- I've read Morrison where I've been like, that's too wacky. I can't get into it. Uh, his end of his X Men run. Well, yeah. That, like 300 that final arc. or 3,000 years in the future and yeah. Wolverine was still alive. Mm-hmm. That was a. Uh, At a ponytail? That was shit. Yeah. And also, I know they made a big deal about Mark Silvestri coming back for the X Men for the arc, but that was terrible. That was terrible. Oh, arc. Silvestri. Uh, Cyber Force. Yes. Is that that one too. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was terrible art on uh, that X Men chapter. Yeah. yeah. And then he came back again for Incredible Hulk, which was also not good. Yes. Yeah, some artists. Some artists are just better left in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, like, I know it's bad to say because it, it is because he is a good artist. I can't draw what no, he draws. No. I will never say I he, can. anyone. I can't draw as good yeah. as him. If but you're doing a comic book, you're doing better than me already. But I, so, I even mean, like, uh, but like, uh, I always like to reference Jay Lee because Jay Lee's a guy that really came up in that, like, Mark Texiera time period where like they were doing this really like sketchy but hyper stylized art. Like Texiera was the one that I was never really a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of Wolverine books. Yeah. Um, eventually, I I got used to his art. Like, I I, I love Tex on Ghostwriter. Yes. He was awesome on Ghost. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. We but did like the Midnight Suns, yeah. Like when you look at Jay Lee and you look at when he started on Namer, the Submariner, and it was just like it was okay. It was clearly influenced by like the same guys like Will Sportaccio and, and Liefeld and uh, Tommy Carl and stuff like that. Like clearly influenced by those guys. Then you look at his later shit, like on uh, the Dark Tower. Yeah. Or if it is uh, Batman Superman run for the New 52, and it's just like, this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But you would never have said he would have gotten to that point. Yeah. Like, never, ever. And I'm not saying, like, and this isn't necessarily a knock on Will's Portacio, because it's, I, what it is is because Will's draws the exact same. He hasn't gotten any better. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, uh, like George Perez. George Perez is drawn like George Perez's entire life. Yeah. But you can actually see him get better. Like, I feel like his pinnacle, JLN uh, versus the Avengers. Oh, that was... That was it. That was it. 
he, he worked on stuff after, but I mean, like, he could... It's still incredible. He could, re- just he could retire right then and there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so a little bit of recap on where we were at. But, like, uh, so, getting back to Wolverine, primarily Logan. Yep. Uh, from start to finish, this is a beautiful movie. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's beautifully it's gorgeous. shot. I love... In fact, this comes with a black and white copy. I want to rewatch it in black and white. I know, I haven't done that yet. Either. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I haven't uh, done it yet, but... So... I actually love the fact that it's uh, large chunks of this is shot in the desert, mm-hmm. which I thought was like it's one of those. It actually uh, it lends to the isolation that Wolverine's feeling. Yeah. It also lends to the loneliness that he's feeling. It's very different because every Wolverine movie and X Men movie with Wolverine has been northern wilderness. Yes. So to see him in like desert Mexico, exactly. Like, With, like, next to no life around him except for Charles Xavier. Yeah, and Caliban. And Caliban. Yeah. Uh, excellently cast, like, Stephen Marchand. Oh. Or Marchand, oh, or whatever. so <laughs> good. Um, so, even though I still, like, I still feel like, why Caliban? I agree, but the, it's the mutant tracking. So, yeah. like, his inclusion makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I remember thinking of it, and I saw it. At first, I was like, Caliban. Because, like, he wasn't really a big character back in the day. No. I, I was familiar with him. Yeah. Uh, but if he would have said, hey, what's his powers? I'd have been like, uh, I don't know, he's probably white. Mm-hmm. And then when I wikipedia <laughs> he's, he's white. Like, pale white. Yeah. And I wikipedia it, and I was like, oh, he can track any mutant anywhere. That's actually kind of cool. So then, of course, when you... I was like, that makes sense that he'd be... Makes like, sense. You know? Makes of sense. course. Absolutely makes sense. You know? Um... <clears throat> I also like the fact that it's set so far to the future from the other movies, and yet there's really not a lot of like futuristic tech. Yeah, what is it, 2027 this takes place in or something like that? Yeah. There's not, like, the cars look a little more futuristic, but that's it. Yeah, even the fact that you use a fucking uh, limo driver. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a weird, weird take. But it did mean he was in a suit for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. That was pretty sweet in that. He did. But even just the fact that they grade him up, I thought was really cool. Yeah. You know? And I know, like, every every year that uh, the hair got more tame and tame, but this one, uh, it was the one where I was like, this actually looks really cool. Like, even when he's getting his ass kicked at the beginning of the movie, like, he still totally pulls it out, but it's still just like, you're like, holy fuck, he could lose. He could actually, he might even die here. Yeah, because right off the bat, he's coughing and stuff. He's being poisoned by the anime. Yeah, like, it's... Like, you can tell from the now, beginning, this is yeah. his final story. It's at a point now where... He's old enough where the ad- the healing factor can't work as hard as it used to. So yeah. it's eventually, even if he didn't die the way he did at the end of this movie, yeah. he would have died. And I, I gotta say, I'm glad he died the way he did. I would have hated for it to be like him, alone. Like that last bit of amber from his, cigar- or his cigar. I'd have been like, that's a horrible way for him to die. Basically, like, once Charles is gone in the movie, he's just... His yeah. whole plan was Charles and him on a boat. Yeah, away from exactly. Everybody. Which I thought was it was one of those where I was like, "That's that's a nice idea to have." Mm-hmm. We both know that's never gonna happen. Yeah, you know, like yeah. come on now. But uh, but even the stuff they did with Charles was really interesting. Where like he's got dementia. Yeah. So when so he, he loses control of his power, and that was like, holy. And the fact God. that he killed over seventy people and a bunch of them were X Men. Yeah. Like, like, that part was, like... Because that was one thing where I was waiting for, like... How are they going to have Wolverine kill the X-Men? 
you know? But yeah. then to switch and have it be... It was Charles. Charles. Lost control of his mind. Lost control of his mind and then lost control of his powers. And now the government considers him a mass de- uh, weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, which makes sense because yeah. they were already talking about how these are weapons of... Or humans of mass destruction or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. They had a term for it. Yeah. But anyway, they basically were saying they're weapons. These are walking weapons. But yeah, so it makes crazy sense. Um, that's another one too where you're like, if you would have said like you're going to have Charles die and he's also going to be like battling dementia and every time he loses that battle, he can kill everybody because he loses control of his powers. I'd be like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But then to see it, like, um, I forgot how much I loved the actual fight sequences in this movie. Yeah. So, well, I mean, the gore is through the roof. But like this is rated R, and they yeah, don't, but, they don't hold back any fun. But you know what? I I, I love the like X twenty three. Yeah. When we get that fight she scene where she's so ripping up the weavers. But what I love too is like there's a lot of like like she gets it. The actress gets it. Like someone must have sat there and said, "Okay, hey, basically, you act like him, but you're a girl too." Mm-hmm. And she just kind of went, "Okay." Because, like, you see it. There's scenes where you're just like, that's fucking Wolverine right there. And then there's scenes where you're like, yeah, she's a girl too, right? I did like that they actually talked about the cloning. Yeah. And they touched upon that. I also, uh, I liked how they de-aged her. So you skip over that NYX prostitution part. Because that is, Mm -hmm. I don't know how much they talk about it now in terms of her canon. But that was part of her canon. I still consider her first appearance. But I know, I know, but I, I don't know if they talk about the uh, potential prostitution thing. I don't think so. I'm almost certain they don't reference it at all. I had that whole series. Beautiful, beautiful art. Thanks, baby. Was it Adult World? No, that was uh, Joe Posada writing with Josh Middleton on art. Middleton, that's right. That's the name I was But then thinking. someone else took over the last three issues, I think, because Middleton couldn't keep up with schedules. Wow. That art is incredible. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where, like, sometimes I think, you know the artist you're dealing with. Give him, like, a three-month lead-in. I actually started reading it because Middleton was doing the covers on New Mutants that I was collecting. And the covers were so gorgeous. So that's when what I, I mean. saw that he's But if you be... know that's the, yeah. the guy, he's probably going to say, hey, look, man, like, it's going to take me a while to do this shit. Yeah. Give him three months yeah. to get a head start. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. No. They did that. Who did that? Steve McNiven did that recently, right? Mm-hmm. Gave him a three-month head start. Still can't keep up. Still, but hey, still. I mean, you, you try to as late as you try to benchmark yeah. it, right? So, yeah. but like, like I was saying, like you watch this movie with a whole bunch of dread, and nothing makes it any easier because, like, it's down to the two final X Men and Caliban, and even Caliban, you're like, fuck, I feel bad for this guy mm. because it's almost like he's the uh, the other one in a, in an abusive relationship type yeah. of thing. Like, you know, you kind of feel for him in that regard. Uh, you feel for X-23 immediately, yeah. you know. The Reavers looked incredible. And I liked how there was not one redeemable person in the bunch. No. You know what I mean? This is a very dark and grim... Like, there's no lighthearted stuff like the first two Wolverine movies. No, but I. But what I'm getting at is I like that they didn't try to make any of the Reavers some sort of sympathetic yeah. in some way, shape, or form. They no. just left it like... No, you hate these guys, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, like, and especially because they're part of that 
whole thing that spawned X-23 and uh, was X-24? X-24, yeah. Which I gotta say, like, uh, because they don't ever show anything in the marketing. So when he showed up and it's a younger Hugh Jackman, well, a de-aged CGI Hugh yeah. Jackman, but the fact that they had X-24 in there, I was like, holy fuck. Holy fuck. He kills Patrick Stewart. Right Holy when he's, right fuck, when he's like man. giving his heart and thinks he's talking he to Logan. He thinks he's saying, he's saying like this to Logan. And then it's just like, and I was like, oh shit, it's not even him. And yeah. then he gets gutted and you're like, Holy shit. Yeah. But again, before I get too far off there, um, it's the fight sequences, right? So the fight sequence of X-23 in the desert, amazing. Absolutely mm. incredible. And oh, a great way so good. to establish her right away, right? The way that she plays off of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, like he's just boom, boom, boom. And she's flipping, doing acrobatics all around him. Yeah. But then also the way she plays off of uh, with uh, Professor X yeah. is also really cool too. But then one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, and again, like I said, like I forgot how much I really loved the way this was shot was uh, the scene in the hotel room where Logan's off trying to get... Uh, I can't remember what the fuck he was trying to get. He was, trying to get he was getting a truck. That's right. He was getting he was a getting truck. He was getting rid of the limo. And dementia hits, and now he's got to get through this hotel room fighting all these Reavers in like that crazy slow-mo, and he's just fighting through this horrible And none of them can pain. move, but they can like go like they're looking with their eyes. like Exactly. And he's got to get all the way through them to get to Professor X to give him the shot. Yeah. I was like, this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. But again, it's another one of those things where like you, you solidify that this is a guy that's not going to stop. He's going to keep going. Um, I mean, and that scene looked incredible. Like, yeah, like, I mean, you're just seeing him, and they see Wolverine, like, very slowly, and you're just, like... He's popping his claws through all their heads. Like, like it's it's brutal. It is so brutal. But again, for a guy like him at the end of his rope, he ain't gonna fucking... No. I'll save you for later. You can walk this one off. No, he's like, this is it. Like, fuck it. So, that was incredible. Um, And normally, like, when you get to, like, high points like that, and then... Because I remember, like, in Origins, and they go to the old man and the woman, and I remember just being like, when they introduced the family later on, I was like, ah, this is not going to end well. But it was that perfect break in between. It was that little breather moment. Yeah. You know? Where, again, like, because you introduce the doctor now, who's ahead of everything, and you're like, oh, fuck, I hate you Mm because you're a prick in every movie. Yeah. But great actor. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's uh, Richard Grant, Hugh Grant's brother. Yeah. I never knew. I just learned now. <laughs> Pretty sure the brothers. Even still. Yeah. I mean, they look alike when you think about it. They do kind of look alike. Yeah. Who is the better looking dude? You, yeah, he's got the, the boyish looks. Suave. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but anyway, and like even at that point, so we've already, like, we've introduced the Reavers. We tie the Reavers to her. Uh, they're tracking her down. Uh, we also tie. The Reavers into the scientist guy. Like, we tie it all together. We tie X-24 into all of this. And, uh... I also love that she's got X-Men comics in her bag. Right? You know? And the whole Eden thing is based off a, a location in one of the X-Men In one of the books, and he's just like... Like, Wolverine's like, you fucking for real? Yeah. This shit's fake! Yeah, this isn't real. This isn't how None this None of this happened. is real, okay? Yeah. Like, this is bullshit. And then they find Eden. It actually was real, and it's a bunch of kids just like her. I was like... 
this is awesome. This is great. And he's at a point now where he's like, okay, like, I can leave you here. Like, I can go and die on my own type of thing. But you still get that last fucking battle. Which is fucking so great. But that's the part where I start going like, ah, uh, I don't comes. want this. Here it comes. And he goes full berserker mode, too. And he, he like, hits that needle. And, just, and she's running, and then she hears that, ah, in the distance. Oh. And she knows he's coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then that whole, like, that whole fucking fight scene. The whole in last sequence is incredible. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, so you get the thing with the, the family. and get that whole thing. And then, then everything ramps up because X-24. Then you get to Eden, and that whole thing again, it's just a little bit more of that, like, okay, you can breathe kind of thing. The kids shave them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're laughing, and he wakes up, and he's like, this isn't funny. <laughs> There's a little bit of lighthearted there. <laughs> it's a perfect part, too. It's yeah, a perfect, perfect part, part, because it's not out of character, because these kids yeah. are kids, right? They're innocent. Yeah, so they're why, just, you know, yeah. what, are they, what is he going to do? Around. Kill them? Yeah. You know, it's Wolverine or the X-Men. He ain't going to kill them. They know that. But then, yeah, like, that whole thing and just that last part there. Because he's doing this to keep him going. Yeah, because the animanium's stopping him. Like, yeah. He's on the verge of dying. Yeah. Now. So he's got to do this for now. And then finally, like, that that's it. it. That last kick. And then they do that fucking beautiful burial scene. With the toys! I thought that was like, oh, man, what a great way to reference that kind of shit. And then before she walks away, she takes the cross, pushes it down to an X. Which, normally I would have been like, mm, okay guys, but that part, I was like, yes. But she knew he was an X-Men, for the comics and everything. And it had to be. It had to be done that way. Mm-hmm. It didn't, because, again, this isn't a religious character. No. But you can't tell me he didn't revere his time as an X-Men. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any other movie, I would have been like, oh, fuck off, guys. I Like I said, at Origins, he does the whole thing at the door, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. It's an axe, okay. Yeah. But that grave scene was... That's perfect. Like, it makes it, it makes me every time too. Perfect way to end it, and that's probably, and that's actually the reason why uh, I don't watch this movie too often. It's an amazing movie. It's a masterpiece. This is. It's one of the best. I, I mean, X-Men I love X Two Days of Future Past, but it's I'm thinking like one of the like, best X Men movies. Period. Ah, I can't say it's an X Men movie. I can't say that. Well, I mean, it is though. Yeah, it's, it's got X Men elements. It's an X Men movie. It's got Charles X-Men is elements. in there. Okay. They talk about the X-Men dying oh, in yeah. Winchester. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Charles was in there. Did you, did you watch that part? I did. I did. Yeah, was yeah. Magneto in it? No, he wasn't in it. No? He was any was... other uh, established X-Villains in it? X-Villains? No. Then it's not an X-Men movie. It is an X-Men movie. Apparently, they uh, they wanted, they, they pitched uh, Luke Scriber to return for one scene, but he couldn't work around his uh, Ray Donovan schedule. That TV show. No, oh, I know, I know what you're talking Which about. Which really blows. Because it was supposed to just be some small thing when they were in the casino town. It's the same problem I have with the, the Shazam yeah. cameo. Because it's like, ah, oh, I can't work around my uh, Witcher schedule. And yeah. it's like... You'd be flying in, shooting for two hours, flying out. Maybe two hours. Yeah. You literally walk in and go, hey, it's my uh, buddy, uh, whatever the fuck, Freddy. Yeah. Hey, Freddy. Yeah. Shazam, you're yeah. cool too. Yeah. That's it. Out. It's like, oh, hey, uh, I'm really good friends with Freddy, and look who I brought, my buddy Superman. And then he's just like, you do a nerdy wave, and then that's it. I was so mad. I was so mad when I saw that. I was like, are you fucking for real? He yeah. should not even have, I shouldn't even have seen that. Yeah, I know. I know. It kind of bugged me, too. It pissed me off. 
It's fucking stupid. But this when he, one, when, he go, when he goes to get the truck, that was supposed to be from Sabretooth. He was supposed to go see Sabretooth while he was in the town. That would have been cool. And then said bye. Gets that would have been cool. And that was supposed to be the goodbye to Sabretooth. That would have been really cool. You yeah. couldn't fucking work three hours out of your day. Yeah. For that one simple like goodbye between the two of them. I would have been so stoked to see him in this. Yeah. And, and like, it's a masterpiece. It's amazing. X-24 was awesome. But I still feel like I would have preferred another actual established villain over X-24. Like, to see Hugh versus Hugh was cool, but, like, if it would have been Omega Red that walked out of there. Or the, only, the only problem, though, I, I have, like, believe me. Yeah. You're speaking my language. Right? Yeah. Or even Sabretooth. I'm a like, huge Omega Red fan. I would have loved to have seen uh, Sabretooth. I, I think it's, uh, because we're also talking about a rated R superhero movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure, it's on the backs of Deadpool, but still. Yeah. Uh, if you introduce a character like Omega Red, yeah, it's almost too much. Okay. Like okay. you have X twenty three, so you establish that they're cloning Wolverine specifically, but other heroes or whatever. Uh, so then when you introduce X twenty four, it's just well, look, look what we did, mm -hmm. right? So that's easy. General. Fans of, like, movie fans will go, oh, yeah, okay, start it off here. Yep. Look at that. Perfect. Yeah. But if you go, uh, well, this is the Russian version of the Weapon X program, then you might have people going, Weapon X program? Was I supposed to watch the other two movies? I didn't watch any of the other movies. Yeah. I just, is that what made Wolverine? Okay, that's what made Wolverine. Okay, so then the Russians came up with their own version, and they made this guy Omega Red. Okay. And... I don't think it also has the same impact as having older Hugh Jackman fighting younger Hugh Jackman. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? And also, who do you think could actually kill Wolverine? A guy you just introduced as a Russian equivalent to him with weird tentacles. Or a younger version. Which you called Omega Red, but people are going to go, isn't he Dr. Octopus? <laughs> right? You're going to go, no, he's not Dr. Octopus. No. He doesn't have any arms. Four of them are robotic, the other two are hands and legs. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. He's got two weird tendrils, I think yeah. they're called, and he can suck the life force out of people. What, you don't understand the concept? Mm -hmm. No. But most people will go, well, yeah, a younger cloned Wolverine would kill an older dying Wolverine. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Especially because there's no good in him. He's just, no, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to kill anybody. Mm -hmm. you, you told me to kill him, he's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get that? Mm -hmm. Do you got that? I got it. It's just hard to say goodbye, I guess. It is! Because I still wanted to see so many more characters in this. You know and what? You know what? And the honestly, other part, too, though, is this kind of movie doesn't lend itself for too many characters. No. Caliban. I was like, I get the tracking, but I was like, Caliban. All the fucking X-Men or mutants you could introduce for the last time. Especially because Calvin in the Calvin. comic books, he's actually, I think maybe it's just because it's a comic book thing, but he's actually like... He's huge. He's jacked. He's got like fucking... He's ginormous. You know? He's not like this eight foot tall, but skinny, like... Yeah. Almost skeletal. Yeah. You know? But, uh... I fucking felt for him, though. Like, they're like... Oh, burning him? Oh, my God! Son. I was like, yeah, Jesus Christ. And then he has that little bit of redemption with the... Well, it's not even a redemption because, like, he can't help it. Like, that's the part that I feel the worst about. It's like, he can't help it. He knows he can't help it. He 
feels guilty nonetheless because I would too. I'd be mm-hmm. literally like, I'm sorry, I couldn't do anything other than rat you fuckers out. Yeah. You know, and everyone would be like, it's okay, we get it. But I'd still be like, no, 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 you gotta kill me because mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill you because of what I can do. Right? But yeah, the redemption, I don't say redemption, but it was just one of those like the last little like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, stick it to them. Right? Um, The music is so good in this movie. It has to be. It's got that western feel at the beginning during all the desert stuff, and then kind of like it gets more, a little more epic like at the end. Oh, God. And then the piano, like this piano coming in, like it's just. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. It's a classy film. Yes. It's a really, really yeah. well done classy. It's not flashy like the rest of the X Men movies. It's just no, not at all. And also, it's uh, it's not rated R. Uh, it's not saying, yeah, we're rated R, so this is what we're doing. Like, Deadpool was literally like, look at all the shit we're doing because we're rated R, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They just sat there and said, okay, but, like... We're going to tell a story without restraints. Yeah, we don't want to be, like, cut down by, like... We actually want to show the gore and the blood and stuff because it all... It's all there for a reason. We're not going to have Wolverine visit a strip club just because it's restricted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Or just have, like, a 40-minute, like, orgy scene, mm-hmm. you know? It, you're right. Classy is a really good word for this. It's a very yeah. it's a very classy send-off yeah. to an incredible character, which was made even cooler by Hugh Jackman. And you got a Guinness World Record for this, for playing uh, one character the longest out of anyone. That's right, eh? 17 years. 17 years, and that's uh, 6, 7, 8... Eight movies? Uh, six, seven. First class. Yeah, the appearance in first class, appearance in that. Yeah, Days of Future Past. Oh, I forgot about Days of Future Past. Original trilogy. So nine. Nine, that's right. That's nine. Yeah. Yeah, because the only one he did. Did he do the voice for that game? Yep. So ten, technically. Yeah, I guess you could say. I'll say I'll say ten because you lend your voice to the character in the game. But he only did, he did that the, one. He didn't he did do the, the second mocap one. too. He didn't do the second one though. There was no second one. Yeah, there was. There was X two. Oh, X two Wolverine's Revenge. Yeah. That's based off the second movie. This came out after. Oh wait, hold on. No, I'm no, I'm when I'm talking about X Men, the Wolverine game, I'm talking about X two Wolverine's Revenge. Yeah, that was based off X Men United. Yes. The second movie. That's right. Because that's the one where, that's where the helicopter sequence is. That's right. Oh, okay. That's right. That was a fucking hard game. That's right. That's a fucking hard game. And I was looking at the screenshots there, and I'm going like... This. Yeah. This is... This is based, like, two movies after. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Uh, Because I'm going to show you... Yeah, I had had Wolverine's Revenge, and I sold it because it was too fucking hard. Because that's the one where I I rage quit. I kept dying at that Wendigo battle underground it was a cave like a platform kind of thing yeah so that's that's what i was referencing yes so that's the one where yeah that helicopter sequence was fucking horrible Mm -hmm. but it also had some really cool stealth and stuff like that that's right but then there was x-men there was an x-men 2 movie or x-men 3 with nightcrawler and iceman there was. And I remember I never... I even, never played that I one. never even looked twice at it, because I was like, nope, fuck that. Because Nightcrawler wasn't in the third movie, so that was their way of showing what he was doing during the third movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it looked like shit. It didn't look good. 
Plus, X2 was so hard. It, it looked cool, though. It had that cool cell shading type of graphics. Yeah, that was uh, totally in vogue during that time period. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember uh, X-Men Legends came around that time. Yeah, the and Legends games were awesome. If you like that style. If you like that style. Which I didn't. But... I played X-Men Legends. I'm not even like I put a code on for Unlimited Health, and I played it as, as an X-Men fan. Like, they got every mutant possible in that. They did. And it was really they cool did. to and see X-Men that. In X-Men 2, they even went more so. Yeah, Rise of Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I I just hated that over-the-over-top dungeon crawler, mm-hmm. like Dungeons & Dragons style yep. uh, thing. Baldur's like, Gate type of deal. I just did not... I mean, and I wanted to like it because, again, like... Like, as an X-Men fan, you're like, holy fuck, I get to play, like, literally everybody? Literally everybody? Or I get to, like, fight bad guys? Like, So, did you not like Ultimate Alliance either? Nope. Okay. In fact, uh, I never even played it because I knew what I was getting into. Because it was the same thing. So there was no point. Yeah. There was no point in me trying um, at all. Because I was like, it could be an amazing game, I just, the gameplay, I don't like it, so I'm not gonna, I wouldn't get into it anyway. Did you ever play this one, though? Nope. No? Never played it. You're on PS3 anymore, right? I do own a PS3. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. I'm going to stop you right there yeah. because I downloaded Uncharted 4. Or no, I have your Uncharted 4. Yeah. But I also downloaded Sniper Elite 4. Okay. And okay. I also downloaded the Wipo Collection. Right, I saw that. That also popped up. I, I downloaded I'm, that. I'm downloading that for sure. Because I was like, you know what? Because I realized I don't have a lot of games on my PS4 that I can just pop in and like play for a bit. Like I tried uh, the updated or the new Sonic game. And I realized immediately that I didn't like Sonic games. Mm-hmm. I played them on the Game Gear, and I was a big fan. But I remember, like, as I'm playing this, I'm going, like, there's really nothing to this. It's just go from left to right. Yeah. You might find some secrets here or there, but it's left to right, and that's it. That's it. No, thanks. No, they're not that fun. No, they're not. And, I mean... Sniper Elite, you'll kind of like for that reason. No, no, no. You could pick Sniper it up. Sniper Elite, I'm going to love. You could pick it up and play just, like, a level, and then chair down. Like, it's fun for that. Okay. I used it as a stress reliever, believe it or not, in BC. I can see After that. a bad work day, I'm like, I'm just going to go home and snipe people. I can definitely see that because, uh, like, especially for me. Video games don't make people violent. Especially for me as a guy that, like, li- loves snipers, mm-hmm. like, sniping in games. Like, uh, like that's why I, I love Metal Gear Solid because you can play anyway. Yeah. Like, if you want to snipe guys, yeah. you just get a sniper. Snipe rifle, and then you can snipe guys from a distance. It. Yep. You know, or if you don't want to do that, you want to just uh, dodge every single guy. You can do that too, or you can run and gun if you choose to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man. Well, I'm gonna hook my PS3 up in the basement, so one day you're gonna come over and try this. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because like I said, I was looking at the back and I'm going, I don't remember any of this, and like I mean, they make a point of making them look like Hugh Jackman. Plus, it that game is mature. They went all out blood and gore in it. You got excited there. Yeah. So, uh, so to uh, to recap, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Oh, I don't want to say. Perfect five out of five. I I hesitate to refer to this as a superhero movie though, because it's mm, it's tough. It is tough because it's like because the Wolverine isn't really a superhero movie either. No, no. But I mean, I'm not saying that his movies should be superhero. Movies. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like his, the best comic books about Wolverine, for the most part, aren't really him being the superhero. Correct. Like, even we referenced uh, the Mark Millar, John Romita run yeah. uh, one year and a month, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, where it's enemy of the state plus agent of shield. And while that is very much a superhero book, like in terms of what he does, I, I never feel like it's a superhero book. I feel like it's a Wolverine book that just happens to have like Daredevil in it and Shield and stuff like that. Wolverine's best stories were always the uh, the ones that weren't superhero stories. Yeah, like the and ones I, where I'm someone that's collected Wolverine for for ever. You know what I mean? So. Like even like when we're talking like because uh, we talked the like Mark Silvestri. Mark Silvestri did a run on. Uh, uh, Wolverine. Yeah. In fact, his was right up until issue 50, I believe. He was right before Texier took over. That's right, yeah. yeah. I want to say issue, was it 50? Yeah, I think it was a little after. 51, 52 was when it was. And then it was Tex. And Tex was all through the 50s. Right up until... Into the early 60s. And then I forget... Who took over for 75, though? I forget who the artist was in between... Him and Adam Kubert. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Kubert was 75. once Kubert got on, he was on it for years. Yeah, that's Yeah. Like, that's I think he right. was on until, like, issue 112 or something like that. Yeah, he started just before 75. Yeah. Just before, because, of course, that's the one where Wolverine gets his adamantium ripped out. Who the fuck was the artist in between? There was, like, just three or four issues in between. I can't. I, I couldn't recall. I wasn't. I remember the covers. Texiera had a long run. Too. I think he was on there for almost two years. Yeah. Early 50s into the late 69. Somewhere around there. He was in 70. there for a little while. Yeah. Close to two years. Yeah. Like, I remember it was long enough where I was surprised when he wasn't on the book. Yeah. You know, but then again, we're also talking like a time period where, like, when a writer and an artist were on a book, they were typically on that run for. Like at least a year. No fill-in artists. But nine times out of ten, they yeah. were on for two to three. It was just one solid run, and then a new creator would come along. Yeah. There'd be no relaunch. You would get one number that continued. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Creator. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, like we talked about this. Me and you were saying, like, like now it's, it's. I feel like it's okay for uh, comic books to do seasons. Or one run. I'll be fine with seasons. Like a, like a team will, they'll say, hey, my run, my arc is going to be, let's say, 18 issues. And then uh, and then after that, you mm -hmm. know, you do that 18 issues and it's, okay, great. The next guy comes on and you can still get your number one pop because you can do a number one. And then maybe this run is uh, six, six issues. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do a continuous, right? You can even, like, literally say, oh, season one was, yeah. you know, Joss Whedon and John Cassidy. Season two was... Joss Whedon and uh, some other guy, not as good as John Cassidy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah. whatever. I don't know. That's why I'm happy that CB Sabolsky has introduced the legacy numbering. So now a relaunch will be number one, but then right underneath that you get legacy number. Which I also don't like. Why wouldn't they have done that sooner? Like keep it going, because yeah. then the old school fans are happy, and then everyone knows. Yeah, that new because like for me, on. I look at it like I've never looked at uh, a high number comic and go, oh, fuck. Yeah. I shouldn't. Never done that. But then again, Batman also, Hush, number 608. I never read but, or collected Batman, and I hopped on that no problem. Then again, we're also the kind of guys that were like, yeah, okay, but maybe I don't want to read this creative team. Yeah. So I'll just wait. Or if I hear that this is really good, mm -hmm. then I'll check it out retroactively because I could just go to the comic shop and buy the back issues, catch up. You've never had a problem with that. You've got New X Men at 114. You've got Daredevil at 26 with Bendis in the middle east. Like, just hopping on when the creators are there. Well, and then hopping off. Bandits and Believe, you were like, yeah, you gotta read this. 
Yes. And yeah. I think you gave me, or I read Hard Boiled at your place. Yeah, you read the first few issues of my place. Hard Boiled I read at your place, because that's the one where... Oh, yeah, no, hold on. Yeah, that's the one where he ends up, like, beating the shit out of Bullseye. And ends it with him, like, he's got the hammer, and he's like, you don't think I looked into you? I know what your name is. Your name's Lester. Yeah. And then he, like, you like bullseye so much and then scars the bullseye in his forehead? That's right. That I believe that's hard-boiled. And after that, I was like, yeah, I gotta read this one. Mm. I gotta read this one. Even though I didn't really like the ending as much. No. But what I really liked like, was mm. that they still ended it with him going to jail. They left it and on that cliffhanger. Lark and... Uh, Brubaker. Brubaker picked it up from there. But I never checked that out. Any I never checked that out. That was good. Didn't that lead into Guggenheim's run, uh, Daredevil? No, it led into uh, Andy Diggle. Ooh, Andy yeah. Diggle took over, and then you got that Shadowland bullshit. I don't think Guggenheim did Daredevil. I think I was thinking Guggenheim, but it's actually Diggle. It was Diggle, and then and I didn't. I didn't want to check. And then after out. Shadowland, it relaunched with Wade. Man, that Wade Rose. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Like, I never had any issues with it. But I don't think you ever really had issues either because it was just like, well, just wait out the creative teams. That's all I ever did. You know? I mean, most of the time I was on a book anyway. So, like, Daredevil I had almost from the start. I went back about the uh, first few Casada Kevin Smith issues. How are they? They're good. But it's kind of like a one and done. Like, it's a really good story, but, like, it's kind of like, uh, it's very much like Tom McFarlane's tournament, Spider-Man. Okay. Where you're like, yeah, that's good, but I'll probably never yeah, okay. Because I got right you. after that, right after that, David Mack came on as the artist with Casada. And, ah, and then David okay. Mack and Ben. That's right. I remember because you're, yeah. you're a, you're a you're huge uh, David Mack fan, so that's right. You were. That's how I got into Daredevil, because yeah. I was reading Kabuki. And that's I was like, right. oh, David Mack's on Daredevil? Yeah, no, I remember. Because I yeah. remember, like, Daredevil was one of those characters that was always on our radars. Yeah. I remember I checked out a couple of issues when uh, Carrie Nord was the, uh, the writer. Yeah. And I can't remember who the artist was, but then they went with uh, Gene Colan, and I immediately was like, I can't do it. Like, Gene Colan is a great artist in his day, but even I've looked at his old stuff, and I was never really a fan of it. Mm. But it was just like, ah, I can't do it. So then I just kind of, he kind of just hovered around the peripherals, but then, yeah, that, that Bendis Malibu brother was unheard of. Yeah. Like, just incredible. Wow. The art was amazing. What I loved about the art, though, was it was really super grounded. You had a guy that's, you know, like, got crazy powers, trained by stick, and, you know, fought the hand almost all the time. So, I mean, this guy could fight, but they didn't go, they didn't make him, like, super, or Spider-Man light. Yeah. You know? It, and that's another reason why the Netflix show was so great, because they could have done it like Spider-Man, but you don't see him swinging around rooftops too, at all, really. It's no. just, you know? Basically, they're for he's falling. Yeah, grappling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to pull up, yeah, and that's it. Like other than that, he's like parkour around the fucking city, which I thought was incredible. But uh, yeah, I mean, we could do this all all night. All night, uh, and we do. Uh, I'm done with Logan though. Logan is a masterpiece. If you haven't seen it, watch it. But if you uh, haven't seen it and you're a fan of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, prepare to be very sad by the end. Yeah, because um, well, he dies. He dies. It's not a feel good movie. At all. I will say though that the ending is bittersweet because while he does die, 
he lives on through his daughter. He leaves a legacy, mm-hmm. you know, and yes, through his daughter. And I like that actually towards the end, even though he knows he's dying, he's starting to look at her like his daughter. Yeah. This isn't just a clone of him. No. This is his daughter. And, oh, when he was dying her in, in her arms, and she's going, Daddy, Daddy. I know, I was like, are you uh-huh. kidding me? Don't say that shit. Uh-huh. Don't say that shit. Uh-huh. What is wrong with you? Why would you say that shit? Daphne Keene is amazing. This is her first movie. The worst part, honestly, the worst part about Disney by a box is that we can't see her continuously. No! Although I don't know why. Why would they recast? They don't need to. They will. I know. I know. And, and we had the option, like, right there, like, with Cable and Deadpool, he could time hop. He could easily bring uh, X23 to the whatever timeline. Well, I mean, how old is she now? How old, like 14, how old was she 15? in this? She's got to be around 15 now. Why can't they just cast her? I don't know. She was so ugly. Because, I mean, to be fair, she's not going to look exactly the same. So no. she'll look a little bit different. Yeah, she'll look a little And bit. not only that, Disney would get fucking huge points for doing that. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, we have to do everything brand new. Yeah. Although I will say, I'm glad that I heard that the Doctor Doom movie is now off the table for now. Because... It sounded cool. That, that creator is really good. My problem, though, but is... But we didn't need a Doctor Doom solo film. That's exactly it. Especially one that didn't connect to anything Fantastic Four related. It's it's also, it's also like, while I am uh, intrigued with the Joker movie, I don't think we needed it. I will say, and I agree with that, I will say the Doctor Doom story would work perfectly as a what-if episode. Once Doctor Doom yes. has been introduced. Exactly, exactly. But again, So hopefully they still get to tell it. I agree. I Because I, I was like, it sounds crazy cool. It's just... How do you... Like, at least with the way they're marketing Joker, they're marketing it. They are marketing it smart. They're marketing it as a Joker movie that's not really part of any continuity. They're basically just saying, it's Joker, but it's nothing. Yeah. From the comics. Yeah, exactly. It's not the Joker. It's just a character study. There's no one in it from the comics. You can take out all the superhero, like the Joker elements, yeah. and it's still going to be like a taxi driver type movie where it's a character study of a guy going crazy. They can't have basically called it anything exactly. other than Joker. Exactly. But they called it Joker to make some more money off it, I think. Yeah. I, th- I think they had a screenplay that they went, oh, you know what? Let's make this yeah, Joker. But I, I got to tell you, though. Like, I'm with, I'm with uh, Will Tenhave. As a character study, it looks really good. Yeah. It looks really good. And That's how again, I feel. Like, I'm against the whole idea. Like I'm still just like, we don't need the movie. But I'm like, I'll, I'll still watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. But I just, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, anyways, I think Thank we might have... once again for joining us on the Geek Pets Camcast number 48. Boom! You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. We're at all those places. So come check us out. Did you say YouTube? Well, they're already on YouTube. If they're watching this. Still, though, if you don't say YouTube, the guys that are on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts will go, what if I wanted to see them? What if I wanted to look at their beautiful faces? Chris makes a really good point. Really good point. These pancakes are delicious.